live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Oh shit, it's that time of the year. Hell yeah. It's Merry been, Christmas. It's been a whole year since our last Christmas extravaganza. It, it goes fast. And we can now say we are officially an annual event here because yes. we've done it twice now, or we are doing it twice now. And, of course, once again in true Christmas fashion, we are joined by the illustrious Remzo Martinez of the On The Run podcast and Dan Smots of the System Is Down podcast. What is going on? Whoa. I did not plan that. Was <laughs> That's a nice intro. I got my Christmas flannel. I'm on a classic gray couch out in the middle of somewhere on the East Coast. I couldn't get more Christmas illustrious than this right Very now. Very nice. I kill the Except music. Bill, he's got like, you know, creepy German Santa Claus behind him. Who's uh, uh, yeah. the one that steals children? The, uh, the, yeah, the, um, what was it? The clo- Krampus. Um, you can't, that's it, Krampus. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I surprised Bill with the fancy decorations I know, in here. I, I walked in and I, I thought it was like North Pole South over here. <laughs> it's like a I've got my sweet Christmas decorations too, like the dead baby doll and the, the skull <laughs> and the dead bear. I, 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 I felt festive. You can't see my creepy, I think this is the Krampus or whatever back here. I mean, you can barely see him, but that is the creepiest Santa I think I've ever seen. So how's it going? Dan, how's it going? Oh, it's good. How are you, Craig? I, I am great. <laughs> nice. Glad to hear it. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. It's good. Bill. Welcome to the Christmas special. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Yes. Bill, it's good to You're have welcome. you. You were the Thanks. last one here. I know. Well, you know, I like, like to make an entrance. I was like, Bill, get here. Everybody is here. I know. Lady. I know. I, I, I traveled all the way from Illinois to be here, Bill. What's your excuse? <laughs> uh, northeast side. <laughs> It's traffic, man. It's all that. That's the, true. The winter weather. The, this and all Christmas, that fun stuff. Christmas. Yeah. Well, the Santa Claus. We driving. You know, Craig. I'm on my way, but the traffic's horrible here. Get out of the way, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna kill this music because it's annoying me. Remzo, do you have snow where you're at? Dude, you know what's so weird right now? Speaking to my snow in Mexico. <laughs> I, it, it does one time of year. It's called Feliz Navidad snow. It just comes down randomly, and sometimes, nice. if you're lucky, it's actually cocaine. Oh, wow! wow. That's all, all the like other times. It's just ashes. Yeah, from the cartels destroying villages. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Dan, does it snow where you are? Uh, no, no, no. Where are you? Not until January. Uh, yeah. I, no, I'm it's usually Illinois. usually yeah. it's like, hey, we all we want is snow for Christmas, just a white Christmas, and then the rest can go fuck off. But usually yeah. it's like a perfectly warm green Christmas, and then like two days later it's like blizzard, and then it snows for the next two months, yeah. and then yeah. it sucks. Miserable until May. Yep. Yeah, or it'll like dump on like the week before Christmas, then it'll melt and be a slush for yeah. Christmas. So it's not just not a white Christmas; it's like a brown, dead, mm. muddy Christmas of yes. death. And then you're like, okay, well, at least it's not you know dumping snow on us. Then like a week later, it dumps snow for two months straight. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me while I give the Burt Reynolds pose. 
So my lights don't fall nice. here. That is no one can see the rest of me, which is the money maker, but you can at least see me here. Somebody needs to buy Remzo a desk for God's sakes. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I've seen Remzo on a stream where he wasn't laying down. Motherfucker, <laughs> we call the show on the run for a very good reason. <laughs> on the run, you're you're not even standing. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we tried to we tried very hard to get you both here live in in house for this this in the big bell event. Tower. And if you would have, but but Remzo decided he was too much of a bitch to show up. So then Dan decided he was going to bitch out too to not make Remzo feel bad. And so, if you would have, you, you for caring about my feelings, Dan. That's a first. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So if you would have showed up though, you would have been able to enjoy this delicious homemade bourbon eggnog that me and bill are mm. are sipping on tonight it is quite good i was about mm. to say something incredibly inappropriate and then somebody walked in who i really don't want to say that in front of so i'm like <laughs> that to myself that's fair is, is this going to be one of those shows where you got to censor yourself because your family's in the area you're home for christmas aren't you i am <laughs> i had to shave too so people could recognize me because i've been gone for a long <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, did you sing I'll Be Home for Christmas as you were coming home for Christmas? You, you know, it's so funny. When I when I flew down last time, it was a it was the day of the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Mm -hmm. So everyone at the airport, because I had never seen the, the Mitchell Airport so crowded, they were calling it the Milwaukee Airlift because people were preparing for the riots to happen. And, uh, you know, nothing, not, nothing too weird happened. But then what ended up happening was when I flew out, um, this past Friday to come down, mm. there was like nobody at the airport. So it was less like I'll be home for Christmas. And it was more like, oh, is this going to turn into like a Christmas horror film? <laughs> where I'm like, like a few people here <laughs> in the terminal and stuff. So, um, you yeah. know, it's it's been good. But but uh, someone earlier said, you know, technically today is actually the first day of winter. And I'm mm. like, well, could have fooled me. <laughs> right. It's it been like, you know, not less than 30 degrees in Milwaukee the last three weeks. It turned into an Arctic tundra overnight. Yeah. So, you know, it's been it's been Christmas in my heart and physically around me for much longer. And now I'm just getting ready for the frozen hellscape to come. Has it has it been quite a, a shock this winter compared to what you're used to? down there on the, the east coast I'm, I'm i'm used to seasons mm -hmm. yeah and wisconsin is like you know four weeks of nice summer weather where it's not really hot you could wear shorts and you can go out on the lake and stuff and then the rest of the year is like nature saying that it hates you and all the <laughs> wind coming up from the lake like creating like ice giant like mm -hmm. Uh, you know, moments of, of snow that come down and blanket the city. And then five minutes later, it's like, it's okay. Now it's time for freezing rain. So it's been doing that know, this winter like, already. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, I got family in Wisconsin yeah. and they've been sending pictures of snow all over the, the farm and stuff. I was going to say, we haven't gotten no shit here. We got like a dusting one yeah, day and right. it's been like cold. It'll be like 22 degrees. And then the next mm -hmm. day it'll be like 65 degrees. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Then last weekend I went hunting. It was like fifty degrees out. And then this weekend my brother-in-law is like, "Hey, you want to go hunting?" It was twenty-two. I was like, "Hmm, no, no, I'm. I think I'm good this time. No, I don't want to go you know, freeze hear, my ass off." 
you hear people talk about like the riots and stuff and they're like well it's fine because they won't be rioting in the winter when it's cold what if they're in wisconsin and they just want to keep fucking warm oh yeah and that's so why they, they, they're just lighting buildings on fire yeah. to warm their hands Absolutely. and cook marshmallows over. So in, in milwaukee ten thousand vehicles were stolen in the past year nice and wow. the number one car brand that's being stolen is kia and I happen to drive a Kia Optima. And the number two is Hyundai because they come off the same lot. Uh-huh. So uh, since I moved here, I've had to put a steering wheel lock on my um, on, on my steering wheel. But before that, um, they realized that the, the number of people they were arresting who were stealing these Kias were black. So what I did prior to getting the steering wheel lock was I went to my printer and I printed out a sign that said black owned vehicle. Because I saw they were doing that for businesses last year. So I just <laughs> yeah. put it on the dashboard. But I thought, you know, this way, maybe if they are actually black, which I, I don't assume because I'm a woke person, they won't want to mess with <laughs> black owned vehicles. So they'll go get a white owned Kia. But then if they're white, they'd be more afraid of getting canceled than getting arrested because they stole a black owned vehicle. So that lasted until I got the steering wheel lock. But one day I was actually driving home. I was on the interstate and I looked across my dashboard and I saw the sign was there. So then I freaked out because I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if what if a cop pulled by, saw the sign that said black owned vehicle, looked at me? and thought, Oh, my God, that guy just stole a black guy's Kia. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, There's no moral to the story. All I'm saying is hopefully no. The moral of the story is live in predominantly white neighborhoods and you don't have this problem. So so why Kia's? Is it because it's that's, that's Remzo who said that, I'm pretty sure. Is it because it's predominantly a white person like a white soccer oh, mom yeah. car? It, it's the whitest vehicle besides a Prius. Oh, Kia? Okay. No, a Toyota, probably. Yeah. So the Prius is. So then why why Kia's then? Or yeah, why Kia? Uh, because 2014 models have a security flaw uh, where okay. basically you can hotwire them using an iPhone charger. Nice. The more you know. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I'm going to – yeah, obviously. Dan, so you're making it easier for people to steal it? I'm confused. I mostly wasn't listening, so feel free to ignore my, my questions. I was going to say, Shannon – anytime soon, Dan, because I don't think you need more hobbies like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Lee, Fair. Dan, this is geared towards us. She says, such dorks. The sad part is Dan and Craig are the awkward within fam- – are this awkward within family settings. She has no freaking idea. <laughs> no idea. And she We're said, the normal ones, actually, turns she, out. Yes, but – Maybe surprised. Yeah. Um, then she goes on to say they still have to sit at the family kid table. Um, no, we just usually we usually just have our own conversation and, and just talk over everybody else and just have our own separate conversation. They have they have figured out that that if they sit us next to each other, then we won't be at least shouting across the table or across the room. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we we will not be silenced. But um, no. yes, we show up to every family gathering with recording devices and shove microphones in people's faces and uh, ask true. them questions about uh, politics, mostly politics. Yes, I mean that's the best thing to do at family get-togethers. Oh, yeah. is ask about politics. I- I'm looking forward to my own political conversations <laughs> next week. Yeah, you said you got your wife at something special. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, an FBJ t-shirt, you know, FJB. Or, uh, sorry, FJB t-shirt. Fuck blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, that's not a shirt she's getting. No, <laughs> but uh, but um, you know, my my mother-in-law or my stepmother is a uh, very uh, Democrat. And my uh, brother-in-law is very uh, woke. So, so. Th- this should be a great family. I'm looking forward together. to it. I asked, I sent a message in group text. Be like, hey, should I bring my AR so we can all go shoot as a family? <laughs> what they say to that? 
No, that's not family time. <laughs> it sounds like family time to me. Exactly, a family that shoots. I'm together. doing that with my father on Thursday. Yeah, nice. So, so <laughs> with I, your father or to your father? <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, last year we did this. The four of us got last together Christmas, and did this. Last I gave you Christmas. my heart. Yes, you didn't. The though. very next day, Dan gave it away. That's true. In which we found out that's one of Craig's favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> this year. No, that's Remzo's favorite. Oh, that's right. It was year. Remzo's. That's right. That's right. So, this, you do like Wham. Song. I do. I like that one. So, I Wham. like uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Yeah, that yeah. is a good song. Um, so, last. Wake me up. There you go. go. We're not getting through anything in this episode. (laughs) Would you want to? No, I didn't actually. Uh, We had a lot of showed up with like lists of endless notes. He was like prepared to like break down like uh, the the war that happened in 1912 around December, and uh, we're just gonna tell dick jokes. Let me tell you about Haiti. (laughs) I feel like. I feel that was directed towards me. <laughs> <laughs> so last year we uh, we covered like a lot of our favorite Christmas songs, our favorite movies, uh, movies, Christmas movies. Um, so I'm not going to do that again, even though probably most of the people that listened this year didn't hear last year's. But if you want to hear Remzo, Dan, and our favorite movies and Christmas songs, go back and listen to last year's episode because it was great and it was it fun. Was, yes. uh, this year we're going to. Have some different conversations, but kind of similar. Um, I guess my first question is, it, it's similar to the favorite movie, but was there growing up a must-watch Christmas movie in your house? Like your parents were like, we got to watch this, or the kids were like, we have to watch this. Start with Remzo. Um, Jingle All the Way with Arnie. Yes. Go watch that show. Yes. Still go on Amazon looking for Turbo Man. <laughs> Still haven't found it. I had one. I had one. It was great. You could, you could. They actually do sell those. Like they are, they are available. But it's like you know, I, I feel like it's one of those mysterious things where it's better as something that's unobtainable than if you get it and you're like, oh, I have a Turbo Man now. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You got to. Uh, did your whole family do it, or was it just one of your favorites? It, it, it was all of us. I think it was my favorite movie first, and then slowly everyone just got indoctrinated into loving it. Mm. Bill, I mean, you know, it's it's a wonderful life. Um, you know, Muppets, Christmas Carol, those usually are some of them pop, that pop up. I have found that every like Christmas Eve, though, I do watch the original Home Alone. Yes. Instinctively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't usually think great. of it, but it's like, you know, Christmas Eve morning. I'm like, I should watch uh, Home Alone. And, and what's weird is I usually watch that by myself. Like I usually wake up earlier in the alone day in your yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. I need like, trash all around you. you. <laughs> I need to watch uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, by myself in my own privacy. That's it feels like, you right. Just like a Why? camera of Macaulay Culkin <laughs> sitting in his house, or do you mean the movie? Because you said that yes. in a very strange way. Yes. I love watching Coley Cam. ColeyCam.com. Yes. You know, there used to be a Reddit live. There, there used to be a channel on Reddit to people stalking Frankie Muniz. Really? That sounds yeah, he's watching. Maybe that's why he decided. That's the that's the Malcolm kid, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why he decided to drive race cars and bash his head too many times so he can't remember his childhood. That would make sense. He ended up way better than Shia LaBeouf. That's true. <laughs> Did he? Uh, can Can I test something on your show? Yeah, obviously. I, I, I've, I've been I've been sounds like at, like you know for people who who know me and hate me, you know that I'm a writer, but. 
I, I actually wrote a screenplay for a Hallmark movie. Hey, we've been. You can actually. Yes. We've been. Uh... <laughs> Remzo reads his script for like three hours <laughs> after getting permission. It began on All a right, cold winter night. Hey, Forty-five minutes. Of we've been doing script, like writing screenplays. Yeah. As we go during live episodes, yeah. we just come up with movie ideas, and we're like, "Dude, we gotta write a movie." Well, we're about thinking that. "Break the Bell" needs to start producing movies. <laughs> yeah, so so give it to yeah, us. Send us your script, and uh... and we'll look it over for you. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. No, no, like I'm I'm dead serious. I've had this for over a year now. I wrote it the last time I was unemployed. So it's called a very ginger Christmas. Basically, it's about a woman in South Carolina. She she may or may not be redheaded. It depends if we can get Isla Fisher or Amy Adams to fill the role. Oh, but perfect. basically, she is in charge of her father's gingerbread bakery, and he died from cancer a year before. And she she doesn't understand why in non Christmas months nobody's out buying Christmas themed gingerbread cookies because she's kind of stupid because that's how hallmark <laughs> protagonists work. So one day a lawyer comes from a massive um you know um asset management company mm -hmm. to come seize the building that the mm -hmm. bakery is in but what ends up happening is he slips on some ice in front of the bakery and he gets amnesia. Oh. So Somebody thought that he was the new baker who was hired to come in that she met on LinkedIn. So they bring him in and they all think that he's there to bake. So he thinks, oh, I guess I am the baker. I guess I'll figure things out later. So they work together for a whole Christmas season. And then in like January, February, because he's been like living in the bakery because, you know, Hallmark logic, what ends up happening is that they send another person out because they're like, why don't we have documents and title and deed for this building? We need this building. <laughs> so then he realizes when he sees a briefcase that he's a lawyer. Oh, so he basically finds a way. Only lawyers have briefcases. You would never see a briefcase, briefcase case. Hallmark movies. So basically he is able to use his lawyer knowledge to basically try and save the building by making it a historic landmark because that's what happens each time an old building in a hallmark movie ends up you know almost getting seized it's always some guy who makes a historic landmark they've done that for like five it's movies true. so i'm stealing it but i'm just following the pattern so basically at the end of it they're like johnson how could you do this you're our best lawyer and he's like what and then everything comes back to him and he remembers he was supposed to close this place down but i like then I like how you went straight for the Hallmark genre because you're like, to be. Yeah. you're like, <laughs> I got this great trying. idea, but it's only going to work in Hallmark for Hallmark movies. It's, it's not it good. Hallmark, so it would be a great yeah. Hallmark movie. What's that? Nice. It's the Hallmark cinematic universe. It, they, they all take place. <laughs> Do we follow Baker now. Lady in the next one? <laughs> Maybe. So basically what ends up happening is he, he learns the meaning of Christmas and friendship and love. And he ends up marrying this woman. And what they end up doing is they do downsize the production of the gingerbread cookies, but he introduces her to like e-commerce and stuff. So she runs the largest gingerbread online store in the world. Holy mm. shit. So that does he be stay a cook or does he become a lawyer? He, he figures that he loves being a baker. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's got to end that way. He's not going to yeah. shut down the bakery. No, no, no. I know. But and, you know be like, and in the sequel, in the sequel, they deny uh, a gay couple. Oh shit! <laughs> see where I'm going with this? Oh, I see. Uh, Making their be, wedding uh, cake, pure flicks, and then he <laughs> pulls back out his lawyer skills and and rakes them over the coals. Guest starring it, Ted it's, Cruz. It's real dark and real gay, real fast. Yeah. Shannon Lee fucking loves this idea. So so you're on to something, Remzo. Um, I know my audience. Yeah. Basically, Shannon Lee. People. 
is a basic white person. I don't know Shannon Lee at all, but <laughs> I know Shannon. Shannon and CD are my uh, my daytime viewers. Uh, <laughs> so, they watch the Libertarian, The View at two o'clock on Wednesdays. <laughs> corn time. All right, Bill. I got to go to you for your. By the way, CD's real name is Polish Karen, so refer to her as such. <laughs> Bill, I got to go to you next for must see movie growing up because I'm afraid me and Dan will probably have the same one. Sure. Because we kind of grew up in similar households. Yeah. So. I, I'm old, yes, so we know. We know. Um, so when I was a kid, um, It's a Wonderful Life like had no like. We went to the movie theaters out. and it, saw It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, yes, it just came out at that point, <laughs> and no, um, but there nobody like the, the rights were up for grabs. What's <laughs> well, yes, I couldn't walk for a while. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, but the, no one had Don't the rights to It's a Wonderful Long. Life, so. It was on 24-7. Like, it was on all the time, on every channel. So they just repeat it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. You could you could turn on the TV and find It's a Wonderful Life anytime at the time. I mean, that could. movie's like five hours long, so they're only playing it like three or four well, times anyway. That's <laughs> true. That's true. But, but that movie I tried watching that on. movie again recently. I was like, this movie, I remember being really good. And like two hours in, I'm like, this guy still isn't fucking dead yet. <laughs> what, is, what is this movie? I thought he died at the beginning. Tell yourself. <laughs> exactly. So you still do you still watch it with your family? Oh, every I year? love it's wonderful life. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorites. Do you still watch Jingle All the Way every year, Remzo? Did you say that? Yeah. Okay, just got to make sure. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna give it to you, and we'll see. We'll compare notes. Uh, what is one of your must see movies growing up, or your family's must? Not not yours, but your family had to watch this every year growing up. Take it away. I'm gonna have to say a Christmas Carol. The creepy old ish one. one. I mean, there's like 25 of them. Oh, but the yeah, one that we yeah. watched, you know which one that is. The creepy one, yeah. They're all creepy. Yeah. Not the Muppets that one. The Muppets and, uh, one no, is no, fantastic. That, no. no, that one's not creepy. Muppets Christmas Carol's fantastic. The other ones. The other is ones Mickey are all creepy. Did you guys ever realize that uh, when they gave uh, Jacob Marley a brother, they named him Bob Marley? And none of us really thought about that as children. attention to that. Wow. wow. Jacob and Robert Marley. Oh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm going to have to look at that movie differently now. That is interesting. Dan, I thought... uh, He's Rastafarian. I thought you would say the same as me, but apparently you're not on the same I don't remember childhood. It's the Star Wars holiday special. No, I I think we're too young for that. (laughs) Uh, You're going to say absolutely (laughs) when I say this. You're you're going to agree with me. Ernest Saves Christmas. Absolutely. Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah, man, I I've t- completely forgot about that movie. I did too, um, but it's on Disney Plus, and I wa- let my kids watch it, it for the first time this year. I'm just like, oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> I know what I'm watching this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking about Ernest recently. I don't remember why. But <laughs> you just randomly like, thought of Ernest. <laughs> this seems. I was just laying you in bed, your, awake your at hands night, caught like, oh, in a window. I wonder what Ernest like, is up oh, to shit. these days. <laughs> CD says she watched it last week. I'm I'm guessing referring to Ernest Saves Christmas. I don't know what the. Lag- I mean, we did talk about twenty-five movies, but CD. If cool. she watched the very major <laughs> Christmas on Hallmark, I'm suing the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yes. Who are Absolutely. you getting to be your lawyer, Remzo? <laughs> A former people. gingerbread cooker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this this guy just slipped off some ice outside my house, and now he's he's my lawyer. He forgot who he works for, so he might as well work for me. <laughs> Dan, how much did your wedding bells in the future? <laughs> Dan, how mu- how much did our mom love Ernest Saves Christmas or Ernest movies in general? She's probably listening right now. 
maybe you should ask her to comment Mom, in the chats. Because how I'm much sure do you love Ernest? <laughs> <laughs> I will not speak for the woman. Okay, I am not that type of toxic man. I will only she speak for Speedy and Shannon in the comments. I think what? she did. I think I think she watched a Ginger Christmas. Yeah. I think she would watch it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's can, one of those hallmarky type people. Class white women. You you capture the world. Yes. <laughs> I mean that is the market. So is the is the lawyer also a ginger? So because I will volunteer as tribute. To play so one or lawyer. both of them can be gingers because I thought it'd be a cute play on word words mm. because I think Isla Fisher or Amy Adams they could be the redhead ginger who yes. owns the gingerbread factory. Obviously. Right. That makes yeah. Sense. What's the factory called? The gingerbread factory. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Staying in true. Uh, I, I want to play a like little going game. to a tattoo parlor called tattoo parlor. Yeah. Uh, just I wanna, keep it simple. I want to play a little game. I've got uh, guess the Christmas movie Christmas trivia here. So I want to see how much you guys know about Christmas about your Christmas movies. I feel like Bill would probably do the best of this because yeah. he's like a movie nut. So and he, yeah. he knows all those old movies because he grew up right with them before their time <laughs> when they just came out. <laughs> yes. So so we're going to start out with the first one. It says in what classic Christmas movie? We got to take turns, guys. So so don't just yell. Okay. In what classic Christmas movie does a boy's mom make him wash his mouth out for with soap for saying fudge? Dan, do you know this one? Is it it a Christmas story? It is a Christmas story. Ding ding ding. I've only seen that movie once. I've never seen yeah. it. You've that's, never that's seen the it. Wrong button. Really? Here, I'll, I'll keep. A, I'll keep a tally. Did you have polio when that came out. <laughs> Actually, it was uh, we. I went to the same uh, Chinese restaurant as them. All right. Next. Next question. Oh, Merry Christmas. Next question. What? By, by the way, can I just say you can? I've say. seen the movie A Christmas Story once as an adult, and it was like two years ago. It was the first time I had seen it, and uh, it, it's very weird watching a cult classic when it's like that old, and you're just sitting there like, when does it start? When does the story happen? Yes. And it doesn't. It really, really doesn't. <laughs> Next question. What Christmas movie has Santa defending himself in court as to whether or not he's really Santa? Bill. I know. Miracle on 34th Street. All right, Bill's got one. Man, these are too easy for you guys. Yeah. Next, this one's for you, Remzo. In 2004, what Christmas movie was the first all-digital capture film? The Polar Express. Damn it. I thought these would be a little, little <laughs> I, bit I harder. I don't like that movie. I, my kids. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. That's all we had. We thought like, I used to really more. like it, and I might still watch it. But the problem is, the characters never blink. <laughs> well, yeah, it's creepy, and the elves are like a cult, like That's a Santa true. cult. That is true. Well, it, it was like the first mocap Uncanny Valley, where they tried to make humans look like humans in CGI, and it, it. So, they made so all... creepy, especially when you know who Tom Hanks is mm -hmm. and you know that they're trying say. to make him look like Tom Hanks and he just isn't quite there. So who you the can, is the it's like supposed to look like you can capture all of their facial expressions except for the eye blinking. Was that the one yeah. that they didn't have technology for back then? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's just it's just the kids looking like this the entire yeah. film and they're on this And, and the kid it. with glasses. I do like that. I do like that they gave uh, Tom Hanks the pedo stash. I think that's pretty. Yeah, that was nice. But the kid nice. with glasses remind me. Have you ever seen that that uh, Meatballs with Bill Murray back in the eighties? Oh yeah. Okay, there's no. a guy on there with glasses and a big nose. He's real nerdy. He was kind of like the quintessential nerd in the seventies and eighties. 
that kid in there reminds me of him every time I see that. I think I think they were I think that's what they were going for because they even the same like blonde hair and everything. Yeah, no, and it's, voice. Yeah, yeah. It was. Are you going to go see Santa? I'm going to go see Santa. I'm on Santa's good oh, list, and it's just does not shut the uh, hell up the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Be that kid, right in, the, right in the kisser. All right, Dan, this one's for you. As of 2021, what is the highest grossing box office Christmas film of all time? I don't think you'll get this. <sighs> hmm. The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Wait, Die Hard. Um, does it have to be a Christmas movie? Gremlins. It's a Christmas movie. Um, Die Hard's Christmas. Uh, how about... Are we having that debate? Iron Man 2. CD guest elf. You guys can chime in and guess too if you want, and I'll tell you if you're right. I'm go. Thank you, Polish Karen. I'm going with elf. I phoned a friend. Was it the passion? That's my, my <laughs> final answer. The answer is... Benedict Cumberbatch's The Grinch in oh, 2018. Oh, are you serious? I am, yeah, I know. What? That's why I was like, you will never get this one. Anybody that went to see that movie. I know. No, my kids I didn't even movie. know that movie existed. Yeah, it's the 2018 oh, the, version the, of The Grinch. Okay. Yeah, the new animated one. Yes. Right? Yes, and it, yeah. it topped out Jim Carrey's The Grinch. It That's topped crazy. out Elf. It topped out wow. all of those, apparently. Wow, why? I, That's wild. Kids can't even see say Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> kids can't or well, you can't. It's not a requirement to enter the theater, but I don't know where you went. All right. You want to come in here, kids? Tell me who the, the lead actor is. This one is for all y'all, but you're all going to get it right. What Christmas movie stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as, and Sinbad as dads trying to find a sellout toy for their sons? Yes, Remzo. Jingle all the way. Ding, Miracle ding, ding. You got it. Street. I've never seen that movie. He, God. What? Is it because of the polio? <laughs> yes. It took my it's too new for Bill. <laughs> Bill hasn't watched any movies since like 87 or yes. something. So and he doesn't cool. like immigrants, so he doesn't like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I remember eating hog candy while seeing A Miracle on 34th Street. It's a wonderful life in theaters. <laughs> now, Bill, be between, between Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger, which one offends you more? Because one is an immigrant, but the other looks more like an immigrant. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I've always been a closet Sinbad fan. Sinbad? Did Sin he get arrested for tax evasion too? I think he did. Sin Sin he did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. All right. No uh, Remzo. I'm not gonna I'm skipping you for this one because I know you'll get it. Oh, okay. Remzo, what nineteen eighty eight film when Bill was thirty five years old, starring <laughs> Bill Murray, is a modernish retelling of Charles Dickens a Christmas character Christmas Carol. All you had to say was Bill Murray Christmas movie. I've never seen this one. It's, it's one of my sisters. I haven't favorites. either, but I know it exists. What, Remzo? Scrooge, right? Scrooge, yes. Yeah. It's one of my sister's favorites. Like, she raves about it all the time. I've never seen that one. You it, can hit me I, for it's one. Good. No, it, no, it's good. No, it's a good not, one. It's not for me. No? Like, I, yeah, it's not I, one it's of my a, favorites. It's a good movie, but it's not one of my favorites. No. Nah. Well, like, my dad loves that film, and I, I don't understand it. It's I, got Bobcat Goldwaith in it, right? Who I, doesn't like that? Uh, Dude, does anybody who know who, who that is? is? I don't know. <laughs> is he like 92? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bill, this is Bash on Bill's age tonight. This is the special, the Christmas special where we tell Bill how old he is. We make fun of people with polio. Bill, this one's Bill's for you. favorite movie that he saw in theaters was The Literal Birth of Jesus. <laughs> it was a Shirley Temple movie. And <laughs> Bill, this one's for you. Which movie tells the story of a couple who offend their neighbors by planning to take a Caribbean crew for Christmas. That would be uh, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. Yeah, yes. we just talked about that. That's yes. the only reason why I knew that is because we talked I about it. I just watched day. it because we just oh, talked okay. about it, and that's the only reason I. Did any of you guys know that? Have you yeah. seen that one, Dan? I watched I that in theaters in July in Australia. Oh, wow. When that came it, 
It would have taken me a while to think of the name, but yeah, I'm you see vaguely it? familiar. Oh, yeah. You know what the book was called? Uh-uh. The book, which A Christmas with the Cranks is based off of, was called A Year Without Christmas. That just sounds gay. That's too sad. <laughs> I know, too. it's a, a year without a Santa title. Claus. Christmas with the Cranks is so much better. I, I, I'm going to throw one in that I'm curious if any of you guys have seen, okay? It's called Santa Claus the Movie, okay? And it stars Dudley Moore and John Lithgow, who is a toy maker who steals an elf's secrets to make candy canes that make kids fly. This is a movie? or It's this a is... movie that came out. All right, you're not just, like, giving this as a pitch? No, uh, no I'm just, no, this is an actual <laughs> movie that I used to watch all the time as a kid. It was called Santa Claus the Movie, and it was it's classic. It's I've classic. Never, huh? I haven't heard of yeah. that one. It's not the Santa Claus. Uh, no, it was uh, it was called Santa Alan? Claus the Movie, and Santa Claus rescues a homeless orphan, gives him Coca Cola and chicken, and uh, and then they take down John. Wait, Lincoln. wait, 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 wait. What color is wait. the orphan? Uh, he, he's white and a horrible. Oh. Okay, good. So, it would be a little too weird. I, if they I were was like, Here's some fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He rescues a black homeless boy and gives him fried chicken. All right, here's a couple more. This, these are specifically from A Christmas Story. So if you haven't seen it, then this is going to suck for you because I haven't seen it. What is the famous reason Ralphie could not have a BB gun in, his, in A Christmas Story? What is his eye. mom was afraid he'd shoot his eye out. Yes. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. In what store did Ralphie see the desired gift? Oh gosh, was mm. it Woolworths? Mm-mm. Macy's? Mm-mm. Montgomery Ward? No, Higby's Department Store. Oh, uh, I would never no. saw that. And yeah, me neither. What is the major? The last one. What is the major award Ralphie's dad wins? It's the leg lamp. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The women's leg wearing fishnet stockings yes. lamp. <laughs> Who doesn't want that in their living room? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's see. Nobody with class. What else do we got? Do we got anything else for this one? No. No, we don't. Oh, yeah. CD oh, says Claus is a great new one on Netflix. Claus? I hadn't heard I of hadn't that. I hadn't heard that Klaus. one. Klaus. Klaus? Klaus. Like yes. Klaus Schwab? <laughs> that's the that's movie good. I yes. want to see. Jumping guy. It is uh, probably the best Christmas movie that's been made since Really? Elf. It's Klaus? really, really good. Klaus? You've seen it. I'm going to see it. Klaus. Yes. Klaus. Okay. Klaus. Chronicles? That's like when in uh, Gotham when they call uh, Mister Freeze. Uh, what what do they call oh, him? Victor Freeze. They call him Vic- Victor Fryce or something oh, like yeah. that. So yeah, it's just like no, you're mispronouncing it. <laughs> Have you not been watching the films forever, eternity? Exactly. His name is Freeze, not Fryce. But my kids like. The and one there's a Kurt reason Russell. why his name is Freeze. Yes. It has something to do with this character. I'm pretty sure. A little I could bit. be wrong. A little I'll bit. defer to Re- Remzo on on the nerd culture though. <laughs> you're on it, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> what object does George promise to give Marion? It's a wonderful life, Bill. The moon. Damn, you you do know it well. All right, I was just testing. That's, was just testing. that's, that's a classic. That's a classic line. Like you know, Mary, 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 you want the moon? I'll throw the lasso around. I I I don't know. I've only seen. It. That was good though. That was really really good. I'll pull it down to you and give it to you while you're in the bushes naked. I'm not giving you your clothes back, though. This isn't a rapey movie or anything. I don't know why I died. I, don't, I didn't deserve it, even though I kept clothes from a helpless woman in the bushes. She's also underage in that scene. Yeah. Oh, weird. Oh, she said no. she was 18. 
So let's move away from the Christmas tree. Didn't check her ID though. No. She, you, well, she didn't have it. She was naked. Hey, uh, <laughs> my final tally was Remzo two, Bill two, Dan one. So you lost. Well, you didn't give me as many questions. I I, I rigged the system. I'm sorry. The system is down. <laughs> give, give me one more question. All right, one more question. Let's find a good one. Ah, uh, let's see. What is Who the name? Who directed Elf? Okay, go for that if you want. But I got one. That is, what's his name? I know who it is. It's Happy, right? Dude who plays Happy. John, he also directed The Mandalorian, and I really should know his name, and I do know his name, and it's John Favreau. Do All right. Do you All know right. the, Boom. the kid that plays Ralphie in The Christmas Story is an elf as the head elf? Yes. Really? Did you know that? I did not yeah, know that. Uh, what was the kid's name? Is it Peter Billingsley, I think, is his name? I don't know. Dan, yeah. this is the official final question for you to tie this up across the board. What is the full name the full name of George Bailey's guardian angel in It's a Wonderful Life? First and last. Oh, I have no idea. Do you I know have his no first idea. name. I didn't even make it that far. Michael, maybe? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ramzo, any guesses? It's always a safe bet when it comes to angels. Ramzo for the I, steal. I don't remember. First name even? No. Bill, for the steal. It, it, I would like to it, pull the Cl audience. Clarence. What's his last name? Oh, man, I don't know. Thomas. I used to always think he was uh, uh, Mark Twain, like in disguise. Um, <laughs> Basically. Um, is it, uh, yeah, I don't know, Clar Clarence uh, Witherby? Clarence Oddbody, you're close. Oddbody. Yes. Yes. I think you How just keep close? guessing. <laughs> Didn't you say Witherby's for the department store? You're just like, no, just, it's my go to. <laughs> There's something in a Christmas movie that's called Witherby. It's got to be there. Somewhere. All right. The lightning round. What Christmas movie has the word, the name Witherby in it? <laughs> and the audience can participate, and I will send you something if you get it right without Google. All right. Uh, I, I got a couple of personal questions. I mean, we're going to get personal here. Oh, shoot. We're going to get really personal. ready for this. Very, very personal. Okay. When is the appropriate time to put up your Christmas tree? Mm. Remzo. Before marriage. Before marriage? <laughs> yes. What did you say, Remzo? The day after Thanksgiving. Dan. Are we talking about outside Christmas no, lights or no, the Christmas the tree? the Christmas itself? tree. Just same, like same as Remzo. Day after okay. Thanksgiving, you gotta give, uh, you gotta give Thanksgiving its due. Yes. And immediately after, you can eat turkey leftovers while you're putting that up. And uh, hopefully, you're not going out for Black Friday. Anyway, you probably have uh, Black Friday off anyway. So either Black Friday or Saturday, if you are one of the schmucks that works retail on Black Friday. <laughs> Bill, what is um, day after Thanksgiving, unless you're out of town, and then it's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Mine Basically, is Basically, any, any point after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. It has to be yeah, either that's the, the day after Thanksgiving or the next soonest soon time. Yeah, my, yeah like, I, I hate these people who Bill, are what if I'm out of town for three weeks? weeks? Well, then, I mean, then it, it, you do it before I'm Thanksgiving at back. that point. So you, so you can amend the, the Yes, if the you're going to be gone for three weeks, then yes, you got to put it up the weekend But nobody's before. there to see the tree anyway, so what difference does it make? It's done. It's done, Dan. Exactly. It is written. Thanksgiving. That's yeah. true. My wife last year put it up like two weeks before Thanksgiving, and I like threw a shit. You know, I, I think we did too, but it was only because of the whole COVID shit. What is that? 
I think and you're that's still what, married, Craig. I, I think that was <laughs> I think that was her excuse too. It's just like this year's just been so rough. like we just need some. That like, that was activity. the that was it's the like, yes that was the uh, that was this the year this year it was a Saturday I remember it was the Saturday or no it was the Sunday after Halloween because Halloween no it was Halloween on Sunday. Sunday it was on Sunday so it was on Halloween so it was Sunday you put I, it up on Halloween no 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 oh. I am laying in bed because <laughs> it's Sunday morning it's probably nine o'clock I'm awake because my daughter talks extremely loud. And um, I can hear them out in the living room, and I don't want to get out of bed. But all of a sudden, I hear, Mom, we should put up the Christmas tree today. And I was immediately out of bed, and I was like, nope, nope, not happening. That is no. I went out and slapped them both and went back to bed and (laughs) slept even more peacefully than I already was. Basically, yes. I'd have to – my rule is – Within the weekend after Thanksgiving, that Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Um, If it's later than that, then you're too late because – Whatever, but if it's before that, I want to murder you and your family and it, everybody. It, is there it. a day that is is a little bit too late to take Christmas decorations down? July, Bill. <laughs> July. All right, I was just checking for a friend. <laughs> this this reminds me of the question we raised the other day, Craig, when you were here. Um, is it possible that Daryl Brooks just loves Thanksgiving so much that he's like, "Fuck this fucking Christmas parade." Happening before Thanksgiving, let's mow these fuckers down. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you don't know who Dale Just, Brooks is, he is the man who whose car drove through a thing. The best I, parade I, float of I, the year. I just knew him as Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got some comments. Uh, C.D. McRae Remzo says... disturbed. C.D. McRae <laughs> says... Uh, oh, that was, that was old stuff. Sorry, sorry. She says, Klaus is a great new one on Netflix. She, that was the last one I got from her. So she had shit before that. Sorry, sorry. I missed all that. <laughs> Told you. So... She would... <clears throat> Polish Karen would like cloths or whatever it is. It's it's pretty Polish. All right. I when think. Remzo, <clears throat> hopefully that's not a spoiler for your you young your youngness. When did you or have you stopped believing in Santa Claus? Oh man, you know, I had a this is rough. This is I had this I had this conversation with my fiance last night. I believed in Santa until I was twelve. Wow. <laughs> That is nice. My kid did. I mean, my hat goes off to your parents for for lying to you for that. Oh, no. My my mom mom dropped the hammer. This is when my dad was in Iraq. So perfect timing. (laughs) We just moved to Texas. We got a dog. And next thing you know, like on one weekend, my brother and I managed to piss off my mom. So my mom is like threatening us. She's like, by the way, I'm freaking Santa Claus. And if you keep this shit up, I'm going to sell the dog back. We're like. (laughs) <laughs> so That's she used nuclear that, option. that information as <laughs> a punishment for you and not only a punishment but a threat that santa will not quote unquote santa will not bring you any presents this I've, year I've so tra- she's like i'm going to threaten to take your gifts back but i can't do that unless i spill the beans oh, no 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 so i'm also gonna threaten to sell the and she's dog. like Remzo, your dad died in the war. Also, <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. And that's not really his watch. <laughs> it's, I, and I he's had, not even your real dad. <laughs> yeah. Your see, fake your father, dad died in the he, war. He your real dad died 20 years ago. And he told me to stick it up my ass. <laughs> he got it. He understood the <laughs> reference. Bring it back to my son. That's a good walk. And I won't let those slide. I won't say the rest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no, I, had, I had to go see. I had to go see a school counselor because of that, and I was just wow. straight up like, "Was my mom lying to me?" And he was like, "Do you believe in Santa?" I'm like, "Why are you asking me like that?" <laughs> that's not a question you ask about somebody that's real. That's definitely <laughs> a question. Like, if anybody's asking you, does so and so exist? 
the answer has already been presented. <laughs> it was it, it, it was it was such a it, it felt more it felt less like a young man's coming of age Christmas story, and it felt more like a like a conspiracy. Like, what does everyone know that I don't? <laughs> Starts putting he has like a threadboard of uh, like the things he asked his parents for for Christmas and the things he wrote into his Santa letter and tying them to what he actually got and how much what his parents truth, made Batman? what is the truth <laughs> like i asked my parents for an ipod and uh, they were really poor that year and santa didn't bring or no i asked santa for one never got it and my parents were poor and then oh. there's like the the whatever the the math all right <laughs> putting the pieces in together. the head all right uh um Bill, this one, this comment kind of reminds me of what you said about your parents yeah. uh, today, actually. Uh, CD says, my mom had my dad dress up as Santa when I was nine. She hid by, behind the couch and recorded him in a Santa suit. She bought herself another three years. So mm. 12 is not too old, apparently, Remzo. I was 14. 14. I was 14. Wow. I was 14. Wow. I, was 14. Wow. I feel way better about yeah. myself. Okay, now. okay. No, okay. But see, I lived in Alaska. We weren't allowed to steal <laughs> Christmas from Jesus. I don't know about you guys. We but, weren't. Uh, so uh, we're not even going to tell our stories because we weren't allowed to believe in Santa. Because really? that's stealing from that's Jesus' like a Jehovah's birthday. Witness, isn't it? Uh, pretty, pretty similar, but... Yeah, except we oh. didn't go door to door because we hated people. <laughs> Lazy Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay, is what I call those. But see, I, I lived in Alaska. <laughs> University, we were allowed to wear like Santa hats and stuff like that. We we would take family trips to North Pole, and where Santa actually has a house in a North Pole, Alaska, with reindeer and everything. For all of you who don't know, this is going to disappoint you. North Pole, Alaska, is not at the North Pole. No, it's not. It's, it's very a little bit misleading. north of Fort Wainwright in Alaska. <laughs> and so we would go there, and so I. So you can't get into the entrance to the Hollow Earth through North Pole, Alaska. That's, that is the most true. disappointing. That's true. Yes. You have so, to go a little farther. I, I met Santa, and I met Mrs. Claus, and they had animatronic elves, and, and uh, that didn't ring any bells for you that they were robots. <laughs> No, I was four. <laughs> you were 14. No, no, no. This is before. Okay. But then, like, <laughs> and then my dad had the neighbor Bill's dressed like as Santa 25 Claus. 25 watching Christmas movies. Like, wait, wait a minute. Bill, well, that's why Santa didn't bring me gifts. I want to go Ever see since Santa, I moved out. Bill, we need to have a talk. <laughs> Ever since I moved out of the house, Santa stopped bringing me <laughs> gifts. I don't understand. Anyway, keep yes. going, Bill. Oh, so so yeah, and so my dad had the neighbor dressed like Santa Claus one night. My dad woke me up oh. in the middle of the night, said, "Hey, I hear something downstairs." We crept down the stairs and saw Santa putting gifts under the tree, and so I was pretty sold for a long time. <laughs> and then when I was nine, I was in the hospital, and there was a guy that looked like Santa Claus, and I asked him if he was Santa Claus, and he gave me a silver dollar and winked at me and told me, "Shh." <laughs> And so I'm like, holy shit, I just well, met Santa Claus. Yeah. That, that would buy at least five more years. What, yes. what he, old guy looking like Santa Claus carries around a pocket full of silver dollars? <laughs> he was Santa Claus. <laughs> did he have a twinkle in his eye? And did he, di did he disappear I, right after? I, I don't remember that part. He like, probably Bill did. Down, he probably did. Bill looks down at the silver dollar, looks back up, and Santa's gone. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. We got to switch courses because we're too positive right now. <laughs> this is too happy. It? It's too happy right now. Have you guys heard any woke shit this year for Christmas? Last year was all the war on the songs, like yes. "Baby It's Cold Outside," um, all that shit. And then there's always the war on Star or Starbucks war on Christmas. Yeah. There's always that. Have you guys, Dan? You said yes. I think is yours what I think it is. 
Yes. Okay, I'm going to save and that one. And also the one you sent me, so I'm guessing you already have that. What one was that? <laughs> the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't that, have that? Okay. No, I have that for, for later. So, uh, Bill, any wokeness this year that you've heard of? Uh, some shit about uh, Rudolph, the old Rudolph, you know, that they thought that that should get pulled. Why? Uh, because uh, because it shows uh, Santa and his elves and reindeer as bullies. How? I mean... Well, I mean, if you watch you, that movie, did you Santa's s- a fucking dick in that movie. It's true. <laughs> but did you see that freaking elf? He wanted to be a goddamn dentist. <laughs> I know, I know. Of all, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're an elf or a freaking yeah. like middle school child. If you said, I want to be a dentist if when I grow up, well, it makes you're me think he's a shit. dental hygienist. Everybody in then, the North uh, Pole is like a freaking Brit with their teeth. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, watching that movie back, though, it's like Santa comes in and, he, and he's. He gets pissed off at uh, Donner, uh, Rudolph's dad, yeah. because he has like hardcore discrimination. Can you like, cover uh, up that goddamn different. nose? What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, do you see that? This is Santa. Am- <laughs> of all right? people. It's like, God damn it! Do you see that? Are you not seeing that freaking nose? <laughs> it's like, cover that shit up already. Uh, Remzo, any any woke stuff? Gender fluid Santa. Oh God! Really? Yeah, I think Santa I read about be- that. Santa could be whatever gender you want Santa to be, apparently. Mm. Who's saying this? I mean, are we having, like, dirty thoughts about Santa? Like, why does it matter what gender he is unless you're thinking about him sexually? That's kind of like the argument about God could possibly be female. It's like, does it, I mean, does God really have genitalia? Does it matter? I've never yes. thought about it, to be honest. It does matter. Can you imagine God's genitalia? <laughs> No, I've yes. never thought of that before. Yes, you Remzo can, Remzo. Can. <laughs> yes, emphatically. Yes, Remzo Father. thinks about it often. I mean, what? <laughs> there, there are a bunch of there are a bunch of churches in DC that have like Black Lives Matter flags, and they have like God is a woman on the announcement board. Each time I drive past those, I'm like, you know, I'm against burning down churches, <laughs> but sometimes. But, but sometimes, <laughs> like you start hearing. Well, like, in fairness, days. in fairness, they probably put BLM on their church that you wouldn't burn. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, like black owned business. Yeah. <laughs> black owned Kia. <laughs> so I was like, nah, there ain't no brother driving that. <laughs> or hearing someone screaming crusades in the background. Yeah. All right, yeah. Dan. Dan, take it away. You introduced me what am to I some with? woke shit. Uh, a woke christmas tv show and just yeah the, just the person who's involved in it should say a lot to uh, explain have, this first have you, did you watch it yet no i was waiting for this moment here mm-hmm. okay good uh so if i can get it to play right this is uh i've already talked about this at length so your entire audience has already That's heard okay. this but um hey, you you talk like is... everybody here is only your listeners following you uh, everybody in the chats is just cd so yeah <laughs> okay so cd's um, heard it Yes. Uh, it's Santa Inc. made by Sarah Silverman and uh, first of all, uh, all right, first Seth of all, Rogen. They're both Jewish. Oh, okay. I have heard of this. That's the one that Seth Rogen went on a freaking tirade oh, about. Oh, that's right, because it got like zero yes. on Rotten Tomatoes. On, on tomato, yes. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So they're like, you guys. It had just... a 4% the last I checked, and it is literally the lowest rated TV show of all time. And Seth Rogen. And Good. it's rated 4% by the viewers. Do you know what it's rated by the uh, uh, the critics? 95. 95. 
98. Nothing. nothing. They refused really? to, to review Holy it. Shit. There's Damn. just nothing there. That's because Joe Rogan went on, or no, Joe Rogan, Seth Rogan, Seth Rogan went on his tirade about how the only reason it's getting low ratings is because of all these white supremacists and because it's a Jewish Santa Claus. Yes. First of all, yes. they're only mad it's because they Jewish don't Santa get Claus. to celebrate, well, something yeah. like that. They don't get to celebrate Christmas. And I, I, I brought this up at the Christmas table. Side note, uh, the, the Christmas movie... The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. The reason why Bernard, the head elf, elf is so pissy all the time is because he's a Jewish elf that's forced to make kids Christmas presents. That's true. And he doesn't even celebrate Christmas. Ramsel- Wouldn't you stop being an elf? Uh, maybe he can't. Maybe- Wouldn't you stop? I'm sorry. No, let me tell you that. Wouldn't you stop being Jewish? You're like, well, I'm an elf. I live here. I make presents for children. I don't believe in this thing that I'm currently doing. That's why he's so grouchy all the time, because he doesn't believe this shit. He explains a lot. All right, Dan, yeah. uh, you, you had a clip from this for us all to see. Yeah, I'll probably have to play the whole thing. Uh, why don't you blow me up, and I'll play the whole thing, and then we can talk about it I after. shall. Uh, right, Paul Brandenburg says, Jewish Santa is bullshit. He can't keep that shit up for eight nights. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. All right. Here we go. All right. It's you a good? cartoon. You ready? Yep. Go. Yeah. Here we go. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. So you know. First of all, I uh, hate her fucking show voice. Made for kids. This is not a show made for kids. Gotcha. No. Okay. It, it, if, you're, if there are children in the room and you've let them listen this far, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets <laughs> worse. Wow. Here we go. And that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. I like how Seth Rogen's entire like shtick is if we take a kid's thing and make them say the F word, people will think it's funny. Right. The end. Like that's his whole pitch. That's it. Generally. So it's just like Rudolph with the F bomb. Yes. Oh, hold on. No, it's worse than that. Oh. Present the hardest working man in snowbiz. Good golly, he's jolly. Our own Santa Claus. Hey, Merry Christmas. Whoa. You're oh, on God. my naughty list. He just got Any flashed by so an elf. I missed hell? I missed it. Wow. Damn it, I you missed it. You missed the elf tits? <laughs> I missed the elf tits. Rewind. <laughs> oh, wow. You're on my naughty list. Wow. Good news, sir. More American kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the Holocaust. Oh, God. Oh, God. Great. I mean, disheartening for America, but great for us. I'd say it's pretty good for both. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Subtext, Santa's old and knocking on death's door. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, uh, that, good question. I'll give it some serious thought. Ha, ha, ho, ho, ho. Bye. There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game. Exactly, it's fucking crazy. Things have got to change. My advice to you is, if I die, get rid of my porn! I want to... That wasn't even a joke. No No doubt. It's just let's worse. just throw in that it's just another F word just, said by uh, cartoons. What? There's Scott. Yeah, I think him? they mur- I think they murdered the one Jewish looking one. Yeah. <laughs> and where are the white supremacists? Right. The next Santa. 
If this is your dream, you have to at least make your case, bitch. You gotta like get intimate with that jolly bitch, bitch. I know you're right, but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something? Yes, bitch, because it's empowering to call you bitch, bitch. Oh, that's empowering? Let's go over what we know. Santa and the board are all male and all white. They play golf, drink, smoke cigars, say things like, don't ever marry your mistress. Just so you know, the women of the North Pole make fun of one of your dicks. Have fun wondering whose it is. What I need to learn is how to grow out with these guys. You know, shoot the shit, do shots, shoot shots of shit. <laughs> She has ideas, but can she really be the face of Christmas? I'll be named successor. I don't know any of those names. They look all Jewish. Merry Christmas and do all a kick ass night. That looks really dumb. Uh, quick question. Yeah. Uh, so why are people white supremacists for hating that? Because um, does this mean I'm white? Because <laughs> it was made by Jewish people, I guess. I'm not entirely Don't, sure. Aren't all by Hollywood Jew movies made by Jewish people? This is yes. true. Yeah. And point. also, well, the funny thing is, like. They are both Jewish people, which obviously who cares? But if you're going to take a shit on in, on the biggest holiday in entire Western culture, um, maybe don't do it with two people who don't celebrate Christmas at all. <laughs> maybe that will be taken the wrong way. Also, my favorite part is like we're we're going for oh Santa's a uh, a f old white dude, uh, straight white whatever. <clears throat> Ladies, I'm curious. Do you feel represented by this? Uh, Sarah Silverman, Jewish, tiny green elf. Is that the representation you were looking for? Does, does she, anybody is, feel if she if she becomes Santa Claus, which of course she does? Um, uh, will you ladies in the chat feel better about yourselves uh, and your representation in Hollywood as they should all over Christmas? Or, Just curious. Or, or maybe it's the representation of the flashing elf or the reindeer that always says bitch or the gingerbread right. Karen. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Also, are, I mean, you can they are Jewish, but aren't they still white? I, I'm just curious as to where the line is, because if you're from Ireland, you're white. If you're from like Italy, you're white. If you look a certain way, it, it's generally based on just what you look like, except for when it comes to Jewish people. Then it's like they've got this 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 back card where they're like, no, it's it's white supremacy for not liking me, <laughs> even though I look just a, a frickin what's his name? Uh, Seth Rogen. Is Canadian. He looks as white as the day is yeah, long, he's but because he's guy, Jewish, you're a white supremacist but, if you criticize him. But the day isn't that long in Canada, just so you know. That is a fair point. <laughs> Remzo, what do you got? Math. You look like your brain is melting out your ears. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just processing all of that. That shit gets made on HBO Max, but Hallmark passed on a very ginger Christmas. <laughs> because Life there wasn't enough, there wasn't enough f bombs and flashing elf titties. There you go. Listen, bitch, you can save your business. Listen <laughs> to me. I think I was a lawyer, bitch. <laughs> it doesn't work when it's coming from the guy. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's a uh, uh, toxic Why masculinity. Why is it white women that think that they can bring diversity if they take a male role? Why couldn't they have gotten a black man for it? Right. 
I, I, I don't. I could take Black Santa. I, I mean, everybody. Why is white women who are like, I'm going to represent all the minorities across the world if I get it? It's like, bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I find it hilarious when people are like, uh, everybody, like you people probably have a problem with Black Santa. It's like, no, I, I could care less if Santa I, was white actually, or black or I, if Jesus was black. I am fine with Jesus. I, being I have black. A, a Black Santa yeah, Christmas ornament I saw on my tree. Photo I just, black Jesus. When he looks like Kobe Bryant. You saw a black Jesus? Okay, so when I worked at here's a here's a Christmas interlude, children. When I worked at the Washington Times, <laughs> which was owned by the Moonies, they rented out half the building to like one of Farrakhan's, like not churches churches. And what they had was they had the children go ahead and paint the hallways of Bible stories. And it was actually really awesome. And then I noticed one day, I'm like, oh, all the characters are black. Now, I'm not a historian. They may have been. So it didn't really bother me. And then I got to Jesus. And I'm like, wait a second. This guy <laughs> looks kind of familiar, and they're calling him Jesus. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They drew black Jesus. Mm, probably and he more looks like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> and then a month later, in January of 2020, he lost his face. eating my lunch, and Kobe died. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what you get for making Jesus look like wow. Kobe. That Jesus killed Kobe to prove a point. I'm not. I'm not saying it was because of some blasphemy, but if there ever was a case to be made that Jesus might not be black, I'm going to say that as soon as the mural was finished, uh, like a few days later, Kobe died. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's I mean, sentence. that's the only logical explanation. You said you have a black Jesus ornament? Yes. Or I a black a, Santa ornament? I have a black Santa Christmas oh. ornament on my tree that my grandmother got me on accident because accident. she didn't realize it was, Why was black it Santa. Accident? Why was, it like, doesn't it have to be an accident, Bill. Because my, my grandmother Some people was buy racist. black Jesus on purpose. <laughs> no, His my... grandma is really racist, and she's not white. Yes. She, she's, she's, um, she's Apache and mexican and she bought this on accident and she doesn't like what did she blacks. say when she saw it Dude, say I, I can't even I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> what did she call that santa <laughs> i can't say that <laughs> i can so only with imagine. this cartoon i i i'm just thinking out loud here but seth rogan is calling people white supremacists for criticizing a thing be, made by jews but when they put when they make this little green jewish uh, girl into elf into Santa. Is that supposed to be representation for Jewish women only, or is it supposed to be representation and diversity inclusion of women in general? Like w I would yeah. imagine it's women in general. I guess yeah. But if what it's women in general, women then why does Jewish Santa not stand for men in general? Why are we white supremacists if we criticize? Uh, like we're we're not. This whole show is to criticize a man. But if you criticize the man that made it, then you're a white supremacist. I, yeah. I'm just. I'm confused but, as to what the line it, is. It, it's like when they came out with that uh, new Charlie's Angels with a uh, Christian, what's her face, Stewart, right? And nobody is, went and watched it, and everybody was was you know a, 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 they hated women and all that shit. No, it's because, because they hate Kristen Stewart because she doesn't smile. Well, they hate dumb movies, and they hate <laughs> dumb movies. And me and Dan have talked about this extensively, specifically after the new the female Ghostbusters came out. It's just like yeah, if you. If you want to feel included, like like you can do the same thing men can do. Why are you copying a shitty verse, doing yeah. a shitty copy right. of the great things that men do? Yeah, I'm just as good as men. That's why I'm able to steal their artwork, <laughs> <laughs> and, like men do. 
And we're just a bunch of white and slightly brown men here, so uh, <laughs> what do we know? Uh, we're not getting any comments. I think we pissed off the women. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, no, no. Uh, CD says, anyway. CD says uh, Norwegian Santa with the gay love is where I draw the line. I, I hadn't heard of that one. Huh. What? Well, I can share that one with you, too. Oh, you got that one? Go, I go. talked about that on my show. Go ahead. I can't do it right now. I'd have uh, to download it and pull uh, it up. Okay, fair can, enough. We can do it like after the break or something. Uh, is it like a, a Prius commercial? That? What's that, Remzo? Uh, what, what, it's real? Uh, apparently. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to tell you what it's for because like 90% of the fun is trying to watch people Watch people try to figure out what the ad is actually for. That's the best part. All right, before we, we're we're getting close to our break, but before we do, I had another thing to talk about Christmas, uh, Christmas themes. Uh, this is the most frightening crimes that happen on Christmas. I'm switching directions because we'll get back to the woke stuff after the break because you're going to pull your shit up, and I got that song and stuff too. Um, so you you guys want to hear some of the most frightening crimes that happen on Christmas? Sure. Yes. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Okay, Dan, you can sit this one out. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> he's literally sitting it out. <laughs> Fair enough. Here, let me you give me the option. I did. Dan, you can't sit this one out. Get back here. <laughs> it's not that he gave me the option. He, he basically told me to. So. All right. No, I'm no. Just doing, I'm just. I'm just respecting your wishes. You can join. You can join this one. Oh, thank so, you. So I here's this it. one. I gotta sneeze. I don't want. To. I've got to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, you just gonna leave the screen on that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from grunge.com. Uh the most frightening crimes that happen on Christmas. The very first one, I didn't even know happened on Christmas, but I remember it. Uh a child pageant winner was murdered. John Benet? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Remzo has never heard of John Benet Ramsey because he is twelve. <laughs> yeah, I remember John Benet Ramsey. The parents kept saying it was a bunch of Puerto Rican men that stole her so i was constantly told if i didn't behave at night a puerto rican man would break into my house and then i realized that my family was puerto rican. then i realized i was the puerto rican man the i whole was time. i was john benet's killer <laughs> ramza what year were you born 94 okay so you were but they two. made one of this in south park a lot oh okay. so in south park they brought john benet ramsey's parents and they're like yes my child was kidnapped by a Puerto Rican man. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, it was my dad, wasn't it? I'm like, what? So in the in the hours between December 25 and 26, 1996, John Benet Ramsey, what kind of name is that, first of all? A six-year-old child beauty pageant winner. A beauty pageant. Yeah, I guess. Went missing from her home in Boulder, Colorado. Every All the shitty stuff happens in Colorado. It, does. it really does. Like Columbine. Well, I was living in, I just realized I was living in Colorado Springs when that happened. Oh shit! <laughs> of course, all you the are. shitty stuff does happen. Did you know in Colorado. Him? Oh my gosh, I have the connection. Puerto Rican man. My yeah, family was, was you. In Colorado Springs. You moved. It was after. at the very least related to you. <laughs> did you run? Did you move away immediately after? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Says the next the plot thickens. The next morning, her parents found a ransom note demanding one hundred eighteen thousand dollars for her return. The Ramseys called the police, who found no evidence of forced entry. While searching the house for clues how someone kidnapped John Bonet, John Ramsey made a terrible discovery. His daughter had been murdered and her body was abandoned in the basement. How did you not... No shit, wouldn't you check there first? Yeah, wouldn't you check through your whole fucking house? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, guys, oh, I found her. She's been here the whole time. 
And wasn't there like a ransom note in the garbage yes. can or something? Yeah. Like a rough draft or something? <laughs> I'm not saying they did it, but... They did it. I'm going to... S- the yeah. dad. It was the dad. You think so? Yeah. You don't think it was a Puerto Rican man? What no. do you guys think? Dan, do you, do you know much about this? A Puerto Rican man would ask for a lot less money. That's They're true. Humble. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, do you know much about this? Can I get 50 this? bucks? <laughs> I need the uh, $50. <laughs> 50 pesos? Dan, do you know, Dan, do you know much about John Benet Ramsey? Daniel. Dan. We lost Dan. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. I don't know much about John. He muted himself. Benet Ramsey. Okay. My bad. I think, I think the dad did it. Uh, the next one. Innocent children were trampled when someone shouted fire. That sounds fun. Is that why no one shouts fire anymore? I think so. Everyone ha- <laughs> everyone loves a good Christmas party unless you're a super introvert and want to spend evening at home watching a Christmas movie. Um, it says, it was a party just like this on Christmas Eve 1913 that one of the deadliest mining-related accidents in American history occurred. Mining-related? <laughs> and it didn't even happen in a mine. The miners at Columet and Hecla Mining Company in what would become Columet, Michigan, had been striking for five months, so their union put together a, a sort of unofficial Christmas party for the miners and their families. They met at a hall, blah, blah, blah. There's 600 people there in this, this second-story packed ballroom. It says, things turned into a nightmare when somebody shouted, fire. The second story of the building had one very narrow staircase and no emergency exits. Attendees streamed towards the stairs, causing a stampede. 73 people died, and the majority of them were children. That's horrible. <sighs> and Travis Damn. Scott played in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> A sharecropper killed his whole family for mysterious reasons. Says December 25th in 1929 in German Germantown, North Carolina, the Lawson family was having a peaceful Christmas. Charlie Lawson, a sharecropper, had gotten enough money together to take his wife and seven children out to buy new seven clothes. Seven kids? Yeah, I would... That yeah, would do it. No doubt. I, I mean, that would do it. Yeah. yeah. Taking them go. taking them clothes shopping? Yeah. That's that's just going to drive you crazy. Took seven children. If you children, take seven kids clothes shopping, yeah. at maximum six of them are coming at home. Least. <laughs> <laughs> Says a pretty good Christmas for everybody but him, uh, considering the Great Depression had become had begun earlier that same year. But then something no one could have predicted happened, and historians and research I could have predicted this, and researchers still don't completely understand. Charlie decided to kill his entire family. He shot two, two of as his, you do. <laughs> yes, two of his younger daughters as they were leaving to visit an aunt and uncle, according to Greensboro News. Damn, he didn't even let them go visit. <laughs> no, he then shot his wife, who was sitting on the front porch, went inside and killed his older daughter and younger two sons, and finally murdered his infant daughter. Last, afterwards, he went into the nearby woods and committed suicide. Jeez. Sounds and how are we going to top next Christmas? <laughs> Apparently, he only killed six of his children. Mysteriously, he sent his oldest son, Arthur, on an errand right before he began killing. That must have been his favorite. He, he was, was the good one. He wanted somebody to carry on the family name because oh. he knew he was going to kill himself, probably. That makes sense. He's like, go get me a pack of smokes, kid. If I make it through this, I'm going to need a drag. Uh, next one. Um, a young man dismembered his aunt's boyfriend in a rage. Damn. Housing can be tough to find. Uh, It says, at some point, this guy named Valdez quit school because his aunt and uncle gave him a place to stay. 
because it says he quit school. Or no, he just needed a place to stay. And they said they could he could stay there as long as he stayed in school. It says that at some point he quit school and his job wasn't upholding his part of he quit school and his job and wasn't upholding his part of the bargain any longer. His aunt and boyfriend decided to ask him to leave. It was bad timing seeing it was almost Did Christmas. You say his aunt boyfriend? Aunt and boyfriend. Okay. Aunt's I mean boyfriend. it's Aunt her boyfriend. Uh, it was bad timing, seeing it was Christmas, but Valdez seemed to take it extra hard considering what happened next. He confronted his aunt's boyfriend, and things quickly turned violent. In anger, Valdez killed the boyfriend with a hammer, mutilated his body by removing all his limbs, and then, de- then decapitated him, also disfiguring nice. his face in the process, leaving his head in Valdez's aunt's bed. <laughs> You should have wrapped it. <laughs> that would have been the best Christmas present. He left it in Was her bed. Was there a bow, at least? <laughs> he later described this as a present. Under the tree says, would have been great. <laughs> he later described it as a present for her. <laughs> I left you your present. Did she not dad? like him? <laughs> Apparently, he called the police and told them exactly what happened and fully admitted to the murder when the police arrived. They found him covered in blood. <laughs> Reportedly, it's hard to deny at that point. <laughs> yes. Reportedly, he later said he would have killed his aunt, too. But she wasn't home. <laughs> so, so he left the, the head in the bed, and he was like, when she gets here, I'm going to ki- scare her for fun and then I'm going to kill her, yes, too. But it, he was foiled. Murders, murders dressed like Santa Claus. Those, that's, that's fucked that's, up. That is fucked up. That's the making of a nightmare There's right more there. than one, it says. That is my Hallmark movie right there. <laughs> yes. There are a you guys remember a few years ago when people were seeing, like, clowns, like, in the yes. woods oh, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that? Yes. Now this would make me freak out if I saw like a random Santa yes. on the side of the road. Says they were I, just juggalos, dude. They've been around for a while. True. Dude, I straight up saw one of those clowns one time. Really? Where at? On the South Country Road. I was dri- I was driving out to um uh Black <laughs> Juggalo Fest. Gathering no, of the Juggalos. I was, I was, I was in a town that looked like something out of the hills have eyes. I'm driving past this trailer park and a mile down, I see this full clown. Just standing on the side of the road, not flagging anyone down, just looking at the cars. And I thought, oh, maybe that's like you know a mannequin or something. But no, as I as I drove past him, he turned around to look at me. Oh damn, oh. that's creepy as yeah. shit. But that, now that was he's dead now. Over 2017, I'll never forget it. Uh, well, How imagine could you not have run him over. <laughs> Did would've. you call the cops or anything at that point? Like, oh, what do you do? I was, I, like, what what do you say? You saw a creepy crap clown on the side yes. of the road? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. That, that's something that should probably be <laughs> is, like looked it, into a bit. That is literally I what mean, you it say, is the Renzo. beginning of uh, it is the literal beginning of I think it's season four of American <laughs> Horror Story. So yeah, uh, I think that how, how many families died that night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think about that. All right, so this is the last one. Well, he was one of the dumb murderers. He like tried attacking them as they drove by. And he, just <laughs> he was chasing the car. So on December twenty, uh, for 20- like a brief second, I was like, you know, if I hit this clown, who will want to prosecute me? That's true. <laughs> or will they just be like, you know what, man, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> We're there. We get it. So on December twenty fourth, on December twenty fourth, two thousand eight, the Ortega family of Covina, Covina, California, was sitting down for Christmas Eve dinner and enjoying family time, according to Oxygen. <laughs> Why is Oxygen reporting on? <laughs> is that Oprah's? Yes, magazine. Yes, <laughs> That's when Bruce Pardo, ex-husband of Sylvia Ortega, so the ex-husband of the mom, showed up. He was wielding multiple firearms, immediately began firing at his former in-laws, all while dressed as Santa Claus. 
When he was done with his monstrous act, he used a homemade flamethrower to burn their house Holy to the shit. ground. Oh, hell yeah. In all I mean, no, bad. In all, <laughs> in all, nine members of the family, including his ex-wife, were dead by gunshot fire. So this wasn't just their like immediate family dinner. Sounds like it was probably like yeah, their like a, family family right, dinner. Yeah. Um, they were dead by gunshot fire. Pardo committed suicide at his brother's home hours later. Merry Christmas, brother. Oh, no shit. I'm... Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> no shit. Good God. Is his brother alive still? I or did he kill him too? Uh, it doesn't say. It just says he killed himself at his brother's home later. That's <laughs> disturbing. Metal. That is pretty That's metal. Pretty we have to take a break. I mean, if you're, if you're going to go out... Uh, and take out your entire family, at least have the common decency to burn the house down with a fucking flamethrower. Right? So there's a good story there. Exactly. Uh, yeah, a, a homemade flamethrower, no less. Like, how do you make a fucking homemade flamethrower? I don't know. Google it and see who shows up at your door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, the things I've Googled, I haven't had anybody show up at my door no, yet. So you're definitely being watched. Yeah. So... It is time for me to take a break because we have to get ready for, we have a special treat for you. I have a special treat for you. So we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to enjoy that special. What are you doing? It's a, it's a surprise. I'm not telling okay. you. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to go take a break. We're going to take like four to five minutes and I'm going to refresh my eggnog here. Are you? Do you want more eggnog? Do you guys want some eggnog? Do you want eggnog? Yes, please. I, I've, I've got some eggnog in the fridge. I, I, I have to that. drive home later, so oh, I probably okay. should not. I don't have to class. drive home. Yes. <laughs> I live here. <laughs> so give us four to five minutes. Do not. 45 minutes, guys. Four. Come back in 45 minutes. Two, five minutes. I think Tim Pool's on right now. Four to five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Ramzo's going to read his screenplay. <laughs> you want to come back. You definitely want to come back because this is good. This is going to be huge, as Donald Trump says. It's going to be huge. Huge. Come back. Don't miss it. We'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Goodbye. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net.
I really can't stay. Maybe it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Maybe it's cold outside. The evening has been hoping that you drop in. So very nice. I'll hold your hands and just like My I mother will start to work. Ladies and gentlemen, the musical genius of Dan Smots. Dan, take it away. You know Gavin and Nancy and Pritzker and Clinton, Cuomo and Whitmer and Donald and Brandon, but do you recall? The masked up reindeer used to have a shiny nose. And if it wasn't masked up, you could see it really close. All of the gaslight reindeer said he was the one to blame. They wouldn't let poor Rudolph into bars or sporting games. On this comic Christmas Eve, Santa crashed his sleigh. Rudolph's nose was covered tight, masked because of COVID fright. As Santa spiraled downward, he shouted out he couldn't see. Thanks to our dear Lord Fauci and Biden's COVID regime. Woo! Oh, Rudolph, the masked up reindeer, used to have a shiny nose. He let the propaganda cover up what we all know. All of the midwit reindeer tweeted out he's anti-vax. They still believe vaccines work, thanks to corporate media on this fraught Christmas night, Santa crashed his sleigh. Rudolph's nose was censored by hypochondria worldwide. As Santa spiraled downward, his very last Christmas scene, he shouted, let's go, Brandon, and some words I can't read. Merry Christmas. Wow. Sorry. Woo! That was the musical genius of... It's not over. Pause. Okay. For dramatic effect. Beautiful, beautiful. That was amazing. You're going to have to give me a minute to move this stuff now. That's okay. I really wondered how you were going to surpass a very COVID Christmas. I and I took that head on. Somebody understood the assignment. <laughs> he did it. He succeeded. He succeeded all our expectations. I didn't even know this was coming. I, uh, 
told him like six months ago, hey, I want you to sing a Christmas song for my Christmas show this year. And he's like, I don't know about that. And then like a week ago, he's like, no, that sounds gay. And then he's like, hey, big announcement. We're I'm releasing a new song. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is going to be big. Very beautiful. It what what isn't it, isn't it scary though how for two Christmases in a row we're still talking about COVID? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very yeah. Much. When I put out COVID Christmas last year, I was like, man, I got to get this out fast because it's definitely not going to be relevant next year. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had the pleasure of making part two with Brian McWilliams. <laughs> CD uh, McRae, or what did you call her? What's her real name? Oh, uh, Polish Karen. Karen. Polish Karen says, "Amazing and Merry Christmas, Dan." And Thank you. Also, by the way, I want to point out um, the lyrics were uh, a combined effort. Brian wrote the like the basics. It was his like his concept, and then I kind of rewrote Dan, some of the lyrics Dan, and Dan, stuff. Don't, don't hold on. Lie. We know that hold Brian on. McWilliams can't read. Hey, that's true. Backstory about but you Brian. say that about me usually, Remzo. <laughs> Backstory <laughs> if about neither of us can read. A big thing. Backstory about Brian McWilliams is he was actually supposed to be here doing like he was supposed to be here in the studio to sing this live with me but he failed no he was supposed to come on i want to finish my story before you tell me the brian mcwilliams story go ahead story um so the last line of that is supposed to be different but he was like no that will never make it on the radio if we do that (laughs) line uh and i'm not going to tell you what it is but it might be released someday but the I rewrote it and it's it's just it's perfect. But uh, he was like, "No, that's that's too far." So, <laughs> so so go join Patreon.com forward slash The System Is Down, and you'll probably get that someday. Someday, um, Brian McWilliams was uh, supposed to come on and tell some really cringy Christmas jokes, but he came down with I I don't know if it's the COVID, but I'm gonna say it's the he's COVID. hungover from like. Probably. Thanksgiving, probably, <laughs> probably, <laughs> most likely. So, so he bailed on us last minute. So, you you guys could have experienced some comedy today, but Brian bailed on us. So, comedy, go. quote unquote. Quote, uh, yeah, he's a self-proclaimed. Bald can't make people laugh. Yeah, yeah. If you call yourself a comedian, does it, it make it true? No, I think that makes it the opposite. I'm pretty sure. If Brian tells a joke in the woods and nobody laughs. Is it? Is it any I don't know where I'm going with this. Dan, your mom said awesome video. Thanks, mom. <laughs> By mom, do you mean sh- uh, Shannon? Because uh, no, your real mom, my, my other mom. Your, your oh, the orange cat's mom. The orange cat's mom said awesome <laughs> video. Are oh, you just calling all women mommy now? Is that what this is resorted to? If you guys were wondering if our mother is a crazy cat lady, she she's in the comments. Absolutely, orange cats is the crazy cat she owns lady. it she owns I it i want to know who her favorite child is mom who's your favorite obvious? child hey, is this gonna be a cuomo moment the the person <laughs> who's saying the best on tonight's show is her hey, favorite i haven't sang yet yet it's nice yes. Craig hasn't sang give it yet. a minute uh she just left a bunch of cats <laughs> that's her favorite <laughs> child <laughs> now C- cds uh polish karen said a uh, great effort from everyone does that does great effort is that a way of saying it's bad or good <laughs> i mean nice try guys you really gave it your all i can tell all right so by the way i, I also want to give a shout out to travis harms because he did the uh the instrumentals and he did the mixing and mastering on that so i knew i, I recognized that shitty instrumental music that's right so staying in in true line with uh the woke christmas spirit because you went there with your song 
I intentionally played that version of uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, just a, a small clip of it coming in uh, back from the break. I have Gay break. Santa ready whenever you need to. All right. It's like three minutes long, though, so you'll have to be ready for it. All right, fair enough. Um, so, What were they selling, Volvos? <laughs> for Gay Christmas Santa or Gay yeah. Santa? All right, let's talk um, about Gay I, Christmas Santa no. since we're already talking about Gay Christmas Santa. Since we're okay. on the top. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that whoever brought it up in the chat even mentioned that it's gay because uh, that's kind. I was watching this. I don't remember who I had co-hosting that day. I think it was uh, either Dave Casey or Jack Casey, one of the Casey's. But um, we watched this video together, and it takes a while to get to the the part. But uh, since you know, already know that it's gay Santa, that kind of spoils a bit of it. Mm. But you'll still enjoy. Let me see where it is here. I think. Are y'all ready for this? We're all ready for this. Okay, this is three minutes and fifty-three seconds long. Holy wow. shit! This one might yeah. go a, a little long tonight, guys, because Dan has lengthy videos. Apparently, we can jump through it a little bit. I know where the good parts are. Okay, let's let's what, try to go that. like cardigan shopping or something. So we can talk over it if you'd like. Okay. So like years pass. There's really not that much. There's really not any talking in it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like he's uh, going by. Yeah. This is year after year. It seems like he's he saw he saw a hobo homeless meth head Santa one year, and it seems as though he's got an affinity for him in some way. That's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is supposed to be the next year, then, is what because. I'm trying I to follow I think it. so. I mean, it is, like, who is it that made, uh, that they, what's his name? The director who made all the movies, like uh, Taxi Driver, the movies that Joker uh, ripped Scorsese. off. Scorsese. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like they're trying to make a Scorsese film in four minutes oh, about yeah. What's Santa wrong Claus? with this so guy's mannequin says. face? Is he so think he has Norwegians are, I guess. Do they, are That's they, just the AIDS. Rest, rest in bitch face. Hey, don't, don't make fun of the Norwegians. We have a very loyal loyal Norwegian listener. Listener base or listener period? Just one that I know of in particular. <laughs> oh, God. That's creepy. <laughs> oh, wow. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Did someone order? Oh, you back. Did someone order extra candy cane? You would think this would be the end of it. It's not. Oh, it's a shrunken tiki head of some sort. How thoughtful. What is happening? You got your nose. (laughs) He's doing like magic tricks for him like he's a five-year-old. Is he going to give him a dick in a box? Isn't this... (laughs) This seems kind of... Hey, Bill, don't, don't get ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> <This> seems... <laughs> what are you smelling? 
it seems like it seems like they're degrading the homosexual people as like being children in a way one day each year or gay love at first sight one more year does this dude gonna kill himself so what is this the secret one day a year lover for oh his entire life right. and then he dies does mrs claus know that uh santa actually d delivers half the presents because he spends half the night banging this dude no Billy doubt. bob thornton wannabe so we'll post a link to this video in the show notes for the people listening later on um but that note just said santa all i want for christmas is you this is why he spends so much time with the elves in the workshop Merry Christmas. By the way, do you oh, guys geez. know yet what this ad is for? No. <laughs> no. No. Any guesses? FedEx? Feel free to chime in as we go. <laughs> Amazon? <laughs> Rebel with the Cause podcast says, K-Pasa fuckers, you jumped in at the right time. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> oh no, they are no. not. Here it comes. Here it comes. No. There's some mistletoe no. ready. No. Rebel with a cause is one ball is tingling right now. No. <laughs> I feel like gay no. Santa would have higher standards. I think no. so too. Oh yeah. No. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Derek hissing if you're listening. Any, any guesses? Any guesses what this ad is for? I don't a breathman? know anymore. <laughs> Hershey's kisses. <laughs> no way. No. Oh my gosh. No. no! Doritos. It's got to be wait, Doritos. Wait. Taste the flavor. They're about to reveal it. Do you guys have any, any guesses at all? This is your last chance for It's got to be Doritos. I'm, I'm going Breathman. Spirit Airlines. George Wood says Levi Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're both, you're all kind of just as close. And the big reveal is Merry Christmas Wait from all it. of us to all of us from. Come on. What is it? What is postal, postal service? Oh, <laughs> I was close. Postal I said FedEx. You, did, you were the closest. Yes. You did say FedEx. Yep. Because they uh, delivered a package. Which uh, <laughs> There was one scene with a package delivery, and he's disappointed to see her because his his uh, butt buddy Santa isn't there to uh, deliver his normal <laughs> package. Same person. So who their ad, their four minute ad, yeah, is like the only bad guy in this ad is the company that they're trying to make this ad for. <laughs> you don't, you don't want the mail service to show up because then you won't get to <laughs> have sex with Santa, right? Yes, I, I'm confused. I, I, I don't. I have no words. <laughs> Neither. You shouldn't. That one we was... have to bomb Norway. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> too, no. Too, too <laughs> much. <need> boundaries. <laughs> so, even the fact that, that it's gay Santa, could they have not? Could they have not shortened that up a little bit? Because I would have clicked <laughs> off that yeah. immediately. There was like what, five years of foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was. Imagine the USPS putting out an ad that's like five minutes long, just super drama, gay. It's coming. Uh, like it's coming. Romance. 
I mean, you can have your whatever gay postal service uh, emaciated Santa with definitely with AIDS and um, whatever. But can you shorten it up? Can you get to the point? Can yes. you give me the bullet points. Can you and show like he met Santa once and then he was sad the next year because Santa didn't come and then Santa's there. I mean, that's oh, really Santa all that happened. <laughs> and does nobody else believe that Santa would have higher standards than whatever th- Yes. That mannequin-looking man was yeah. that he hooked up with. <laughs> the, the guy's been alive Man, for a thousand Sansa years. Sansa was a gangster. He understood Craig, that yeah. in order to get the real meaning of Christmas, he had to go find the ho ho hoes. <laughs> exactly. Craig, share share Shannon's comment. Uh, Shannon says Remzo is total totally reworking the, his Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna you gonna work in uh, gay Polish or gay whatever Norwegian Santa? He, cra- he crashes so. Norwegian gay Santa crashes into the gingerbread factory and burns it down. And then what they have to do is they end up having to file the insurance claim, which is what the second movie is about. And they end up building a bigger gingerbread factory. Fair. Or Santa and this dude are the people that go for the the, the gay wedding cake and they go. don't receive they it. So oh my gosh. I love it. It all comes together, folks. Yes. It all it was all planned from the get-go. So uh, I started to talk about the uh, the song that I played, Baby, It's Cold Outside, which we remember last year was super yeah. contested song because it was super, it was it was borderline rapey. Mm-hmm. Well, we won that war on Christmas. The, uh, the version I played was from the band called She and Him, which is Zoe Deschanel's like, duet with another dude who knows who he is, which another dude? With, with, with a, you know something we don't know about Zoe? With, said another dude. With a dude. With not oh, Buddy okay. the Elf is who I was referring to. <laughs> oh, uh, that's right. So that version, though, was interesting to me, and I've listened to it a couple times, and I just realized it like three days ago, is they flipped the roles in the song. So the female sings the male part, and the male sings the, oh, the drunk female part. And so my question was... Before seeing, I'm not going to play the music video for it, but I'm going to explain it. But before I saw the music video, I asked myself, is it less rapey when the male is in that role, when the, when they switch roles? Is it less rapey then? Daniel. I think I think that it is brilliant to flip the roles if you were going for, like, kind of trolling on the, the cancel culture bullshit around this song. Um, I, I think that's great. And when I heard that this was happening, I was like, oh, you sent it to me, and I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool actually i mean it's not any less rapey really and then i watched the video i watched a third of the video <laughs> that's what and i was like saying i was like i was like well it just kind of makes the woman seem like a sex addict and really desperate yeah. i mean no different from the man but um it seems more desperate coming from the woman but then you're like did you watch the whole video and i was like nah. and then i watched the video yeah she's like chasing and... him with chainsaws and axes and uh she cuts and the power she, they, they don't beat around the bush with the uh drugging the drink either. yeah like yeah he's straight like, up go there he collapses on the him. couch he goes to try to run away while she's chasing him with an axe she cuts the power uh the power lines Why are you explaining this before the phone watching lines. i i said i'm not gonna play it because we uh, okay. i don't we don't got time and i don't have it pulled <laughs> up and then she like disables his car so he has to come back and stay with her obviously so now, now yeah. with that respect, is it less? It's rapey? like a cartoon. It's like a cartoon, and she drugs the drink, and he's like, 
in this heffalumps and woozles like psych state where he's like falling down mm-hmm. uh with like all these visions around him and stuff like she straight up drugs him and then she's like threatening him with uh weapons and stuff and he runs out to his car to escape and then he ends up knocking on the door to come back in at because the end, she and went happy. and disabled his engine like she oh ran I missed out, that part. yeah she went out and disabled his vehicle so he had to come and back so he's like i might as well get something out of this I yes can't really <laughs> so so with that respect less rapey more rapey than the original song. One thousand percent more rapey. Yeah. A million yeah. percent more. <laughs> yes. Do they have a version? The original of song, Santa which Claus I'm sure we talked about toy? last year. What? 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 Bill? Says, do they have a version of Santa Claus with his boy toy singing this song? <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. Just two guys, still rapey, but uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, it's uh, um, Kevin Spacey plays <laughs> Santa Claus. You can't hide. Maybe <laughs> it's cold outside. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Fine, no, I, I don't know either. So, so moving on, more more woke shit. A ten year old boy last year apparently asked Santa Claus for a cure for COVID. Oh what, God! What ten year old boy do you know that would write a letter without being coaxed by his woke parents? Right, asking Santa for a cure for COVID. If it's true, it's one that was brainwashed by his retarded parents. Yeah. Well, it gets better this year. But it's probably not true. I'd put money on it's not true. I would, too. But there is a sequel to this, apparently. So here's the original note. It says... This year, he asked for a a, a cure that really works. <laughs> so, so first, here's the <laughs> note from last year. Dear Santa, it's me, Jonah. Do you remember me? I was the one... Oh, this is this year's. This is the sequel. I was the one who asked for a COVID cure. By the way, thank you so much for the vaccine. You helped save <laughs> lives this year. Can oh I please gosh. have a Santa costume to spread your joy around the world? Oh, well, it's exactly what I said. He's like, thank you for the vaccine. Now can you give me a cure for COVID, please? Because this isn't doing shit. Yes. And it says, love, 10-year-old Jonah. I like how they have to write it in 10-year-old scribbles, and then they yeah. have to sign it, 10-year-old, 10-year-old Jonah. Jonah. Because every kid puts their age <laughs> to, when they to sign To convince you right. that it's... people who brought you WMDs in Iraq, <laughs> we bring you Jonah. 10 no, 10-year-old Jonah. 10-year-old Jonah. <laughs> it's like it's we got to convince Jonah. Jonah, definitely a little kid. How can we convince how can we convince the masses that a 10-year-old wrote this? Well, obviously if you sign <laughs> you it, got to write his name. 10-year-old Jonah. <laughs> Perfect. I'm like I'm like looking closely at the letters like is this the font or all the A's the same? <laughs> Did they just type this out in like kid font or <laughs> what, probably? And what what kid puts a comma comma after right. love? <laughs> so after anything. So this right? uh, this article says uh in their letters to Santa Claus, most kids asked for toys, dolls, or maybe a new Xbox. All Jonah Simmons said he wanted was a coronavirus cure to save the world. That was last year. Jonah's letter was collected through the U.S. Postal Service, U.S. Postal Service's Operation Santa program, and published on CNN. No way. Is that invasion Shocking. of privacy? It was, it one was of- written by Chris Cuomo, actually. It was Wait, one of- and that's his normal handwriting. What's that? Santa is really just a secret government program to get kids to snitch on their parents and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it sounds yes. like it. Yes. It was one of the many. Santa that... is actually Big Brother. He sees you when you're Holy sleeping. Shit. He knows when you're that awake. Is... He knows when you've been bad and you've always been bad. So don't worry about the good. Fuck. That's why he looks like Joseph Stalin. It was it was one of the many that revealed the pandemic's toll on children around the country. Yeah. The holiday season. Yeah, that, that revealed it. Yep. Not not the mass suicides of young kids. These yep. right? So this holiday season, the 10-year-old Florida boy is back with a different request for Santa. Doesn't that sound like yeah. the intro to a sequel? 
Ten-year-old, yes. <laughs> what was it? Ten-year-old Jonah is back, and he has a new time. request. It's eleven-year-old Jonah. Dear Santa, and it talks about it, the letter I just read. His mother, Doe Simmons, says Jonah composed his Santa letters himself without Bullshit. help from his parents. Bullshit. Bullshit. She has to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, how can we convince them that the parents didn't help? Well, what if well, we get the mom to say him that? <laughs> I want to Let's wear say it. that the mom said it. So this Which is both of them are made up entirely. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're not even real people. Yes. This is what the kid says about his request for the Santa costume. He says, I want to wear it and go around the neighborhood and spread Santa's joy and ask people what they want for Christmas, the fifth grader told CNN. <laughs> Jonah's the, the, the fifth grader said, I want a Santa costume so I can take vaccines around to all the heathen, unclean people in my neighborhood. <laughs> says, Jonah has experienced Santa-like moments. For example, for example, last year he sent. <laughs> for example, last year he sent his Christmas wish. I like how they put Xmas wish because uh, we're woke here. Right. Out into the universe, and it came true to a certain extent. She says. Holy shit! <laughs> I think writing that letter, even if he didn't believe in Santa, for him was the ability to exert some control over the problem of the pandemic. It was his way to communicate his feelings and express what he wished would happen. If this was a 10-year-old kid, like, so, if this wasn't written just for CNN, why would he have mentioned who he is and what he did last year? Like, right. they, he, I, it's like if a journalist wrote the story, like, you remember the kid from last year who asked for this. And the kid's like, you remember me from last year, Santa? Right. I'm the 10-year-old boy on CNN who wrote the, the <laughs> right. thing asking for the, the vaccine. Yeah. So, Dan, you'll get a kick out of this. Where do you think this boy grew up? I don't know. Parkland. Mm, oh, God. Oh, wow. damn. Wow. Plot twist. Growing up in Parkland. Is it David Hogg? Is this David Hogg? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. Growing up in Parkland where a 2018 massacre left 17 people dead at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. So they just brought that up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. they could mention this wow, they're, they're just so all. you guys remember the world is chaos they're and everyone's dying kids get they shot are. and this kid uh wants really hoping to uh meet greta thrunberg and go on a world tour <laughs> probably he's gotta he's gotta hit all the woke conversations <laughs> if this was real has has he been on cnn because he definitely would have been on cnn yeah he, they would have interviewed, interviewed him. him i don't know when he gets older he's hoping to be a trans black lives was, matter said it was reported on by <laughs> cnn so I, i'm guessing he was it says what happened here had a lot of impact on children he was in middle school, and his school was on lockdown that day. I think that, jo- like Jonah, you're getting kids here who are civic-minded and want to make a difference. When he sees the impact his help has had on others, he wants to do more to help. And he's like, but Mom, I really want to ask for a PS5. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I'm reading. I can't do any more of that. Yeah, Nothing that's, more. That's bad. That's Seriously, bad. though, like, do they not realize and this keeps happening where they put out thing propaganda that's like to make you convinced that the vaccine is a, such a good thing. If I if you're reading the headline of this or just skimming like the first paragraph, it's like this kid asked for a cure for covid last year and this year he's asking again. <laughs> like, <laughs> he asked for the vaccine. He's like, thanks for the vaccine. Now can I get something that actually works? Yeah, can I get what like. I asked you for for Christmas? Yeah. yeah, last year he's like, can we get a cure for Christmas? And Santa gave a vaccine and he stopped believing in Santa <laughs> altogether. <laughs> Santa yeah, didn't listen to anything. On that would be? And did he did he get a vaccine under the Christmas tree? Or <laughs> did he, like, how did that work? If, he, if his parents convinced him that Santa brought him a vaccine, how did they, they work that? Did they have a 
I don't know, a slip for going to the doctor to get his vaccine under the Christmas tree? Did they have just a syringe in a box or what? <laughs> Dan, you got to do another Christmas song. It's got to be last, it's gotta be last Christmas with vaccines. <laughs> last Christmas, your booster stopped my heart. And the very Damn. next day. I passed away. Yeah, we're, de- <laughs> we're definitely getting kicked off. <laughs> Pfizer, give me some cheer. I don't want any more Moderna. I feel like you've worked on this. I feel like you worked on this. Holy shit. Wow. Last five we just minutes. got hit by a troll. Uh, we got our troll, our local uh, KKK troll uh, listening. <laughs> wow. Very convincing. Yes, yes. That, that's KKK, right? Ku Klux Klan, Klan, kill all black people, people. Burn them. Genocide. Genocide. Germany. Holoca- Holocaust. Holocaust. <laughs> I thought they were going to go holiday. They the went a totally different way. This went dark. Fat. That is, I'm pretty sure that is Hitler's speech that convinced everybody to follow him. Right Holocaust. <laughs> With spaces in between the words so you don't get banned. Uh, Shannon says, on a lighter note, Shannon says, can I just say I lived in some <laughs> co- county in the same county as Parkland, this is the lighter note. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> the reason. Well, I mean, after KKK guy, it's all uphill from there. He says the reason why this was polarizing and propaganda-ish is because this high school was in such an affluent area. And then Rebel with Cause what says, saying is they were white. <laughs> uh, Rebel with the Cause says this takes me back to IRC and using a spam script. Oh, God, that's great. I'm going to move from the woke stuff for a bit because I, I have some other Ooh. stuff I want to talk. I, I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I, I got a question. Remzo, are you going to try the uh, raw beef this year? Ew, gross. It's so Hell good. No. It's so good. No. <laughs> no. Oh. You're I got a communist. Question. How long is this going <laughs> to go? Like communist. I got to go soon. Uh, Probably <laughs> You give me 15 more minutes, 10 more minutes. Okay. Dan, right. you've got literally nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. I have a family. You'll understand someday, Ramza. No, he won't. No, he won't. No. So, wow. Couple more Christmas. <laughs> couple more. Uh, uh, another personal He's question. Sitting right there. Literally right here. Oh, <laughs> literally. Gosh. Damn. Call Where's the out. ring? Where's the ring? You did. No ring. No fam. You did. Oh, oh. She left it upstairs. Right. You're helping me out. I'm you, never showing you on camera again. You should have. You should have warned us that she was there because I would have probably changed everything I said about you. Probably not. No. Probably not. No. Though. This is where the honesty happens. <laughs> she she knows she just cover for the gay Ramzo. Woman, you've ruined. Mind it. your place. <laughs> Okay, My so personal. Now she's got full reign to chime in whenever she wants. Good job, Ramzo. Personal, last personal Christmas question. Do you have a traditional Christmas meal that you eat every year or your family eats every year for Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, Christmas dinner, or whatever? Is there one specific thing that you have to eat? Tacos. That happened this year. You said knockers? Tacos. We had oh. tacos this year at my, <laughs> okay. my parents because it's gluten free. Oh. And one of us is gluten free. The one like by choice, I, I think so. Yes, not one That's of us. Choice. Not one of us. Us. The one, one of one, us. Do you as use in like family. red and green like taco shells at least? No. Well, what the hell? No, they just use straight up corn. Ramsey, you eat tacos for Christmas, right? <laughs> You're brown. There was I'm lettuce saying, and tomatoes on it. Bro. that in some cases. What's so that? There was no, lettuce and tomatoes. We do roast beef. Uh, roast 
just just ro- like cooked though, right? Oh yeah, I mean you know, <laughs> yeah. Why 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 would you eat it raw? Who's doing that? <laughs> I, I, you're just scared. Bill, is your traditional Christmas dinner the raw beef in your family? Uh, it 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 is part of that. You seem yes. far too excited about that. Oh. I love it. It's great. I've been I since I was a kid raw about. beef. So what's what is that? By what raw beef, do you mean that? like buttig beef lunch meat? <laughs> like, are you like no. drinking its blood? No, no, no. They no, just no. throw like a slab of hamburger out. Yeah, so it's, you take filet mignon, right? It's got to be like really super lean. And you, Obviously, it's got to be the expensive raw right. meat. And, and then taste. you you grind it up and, and, and make it into hamburger. And so then you take it, you put it on some rye bread with some red onion. I like to put a little onion dip on mine with a little onion or uh, butter on the bottom. And, and you Why? Eat it, you eat it like that. Did you grow up not owning a stove? <laughs> Did they not have a stove back in the was day that you grew up? It, it is... Were you like just craving that? <laughs> yes. You had to learn how to start a fire. Yes. Well, we didn't have bacteria back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that your dad's side? Yeah. My dad grew up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. And so that's just always been is that our like Christmas Eve. What is it? it? German. German? Yeah. Uh, so, you... Bill, as somebody who saw the invention of vaccines in general, how do sure. you feel about the current state that we're in? <laughs> well, I think they're going well, a little He's eating all that raw meat. Who needs vaccines? <laughs> exactly. You're already immune to everything. He's got a, one hell of a, an immune system already. Yes. But I shared in my other dish with, with Craig in the office today, Beef Wellington. That's good. Yeah. Because it's cooked beef, <laughs> but but just barely cooked. But it, the barely cooked, may, it's warm though, yeah. so it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Is it is it refrigerator cold or do you leave it out room? Do you even do you guys own refrigerators? <laughs> we do. It, you the ovens don't... are the things that we're a little dicey on. <laughs> All the electricity goes to the iron lung. <laughs> that makes sense. D- Dan, what was our what's a traditional Christmas thing we grew up with? Dinner um, for Christmas. Homemade uh, chicken and noodles. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. And actually, you have your own chickens. No, we don't. Oh, sorry. So not real homemade. Not real homemade. Not that homemade. Sorry. Not even we homemade noodles. Food. Not even homemade noodles. <laughs> uh, Bill's like, so wait, wait, which part's too? homemade? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They put it all together. <laughs> um, it used to be homemade. Then my mom got lazy. She's probably still listening, but she got lazy. Uh, actually, my wife makes a lot of times for Christmas homemade, actually homemade noodles. She makes her own noodles. No, we we don't have our own chickens because we live in town. But we, for Christmas, a lot of times we do yeah. have homemade chicken noodles, which is delicious, by the way. And it's not raw. Mm. So there's that. So uh, real quick, I know Dan's got to go, but I wanted to read some weird traditional uh, holiday dishes from around the world. Apparently in Japan... A traditional holiday dish is KFC chicken. Interesting. Is that like actual KFC? I, I literally, well, the no, only reason I J- asked that Japanese is, KFC because I went to when I was in Puerto Rico once. Um, we got KFC and we didn't get French fries. We got uh, plantains. Yeah, and you love plantains. I did Man, like the plantains. You like plantains, amazing. but not. Ban- they're like salty bananas. Yeah, but no, it's more like a potato. No, it's like a banana. It no, literally, it, it, it's, it's a banana. It, no, it's more like a potato. Okay. <laughs> Maybe the real plantains are the joy you found along the way. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, a very small Christian population. Japan has very few Christmas traditions. It does, however, have a Christmas fried chicken, a relatively new tradition Most by most standards. is popular. It was popular. Popularity was started 
to grow in 1970s when KFC in Japan began to promote fried chicken as a Christmas meal. Fucking marketers. <laughs> no shit. It's like, oh, you want to be American? Well, Colonel Sanders kind of looks like Santa. <laughs> Number three is called, this is Russian, it's Selyodka Pod Shiboy. Anybody heard of that? No. No? Do we have any Russians Jewish. here? So this is an extravagant-looking dish. It's made up of diced pickled herring and covered with layers of potatoes, carrots, beetroots, onions, and mayonnaise. You lost me at herring. <laughs> Lovingly known as herring under a fur coat. <laughs> that sounds you lost lovely. me at the Jewish name. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Hey, it's, it's Russian. They're no wonder Jewish. Russians hate their lives. Christmas pudding in England? This originated in the 14th century. Christmas pudding, as we know, started... Is that figgy pudding? I, like I, I, they just call it Christmas, I guess. Oh, okay. It was it was it started life as frumenty, a porridge like meal that was eaten as a fasting meal in preparation for Christmas festivities. These days this tradition includes a silver coin in your pudding. That sounds dangerous. Yes. Why? To give to the boatman. Anybody <laughs> heard yes. Anybody heard of Smalahove in Norway? Yes. Yes? Yeah, you have heard of Smalahove? Wasn't yeah, that awesome. what they're eating in the commercial? Is that thing staring at you? Yeah, it's, a, it's a horse head. It is actually a, a sheep's head. With two Polish sausages. It is a sheep's head. Traditionally eaten by the poor in rural areas in the lead up to Christmas, Smalahove is the head of a sheep that has been salted and dried. The ears and eyes would have been eaten first, and the rest would have been eaten from the front to the back of the skull. Obviously, you can't go from the back to the front because that's just yeah, weird. That's, yeah. All served with potatoes and vegetables, of course. That sounds horrible. The world is a horrifying place. How much <laughs> yes. How much meat can possibly be on a sheep's head? Yeah. I, I, don't know. I mean, I guess it was the poor people. M- Matak and Kiviak in Greenland. This one's fun. It's a traditional. Wait, is that a Norwal? <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Those were his last words. <laughs> Matak is a traditional Inuit delicacy eaten during the festive period and is made from the raw hide of a Norwal or a white whale. It's usually is that even legal. It's usually served alongside kiviak, which is made by wrapping. An auk or a small Arctic bird in seal skin, which is then buried and left to ferment for several months. Holy fuck. I mean, norwals and uh, white whales might be like going extinct, but so are, you know, Alaskans. So, <laughs> no, this is Greenlandies. Oh, no. I didn't know anybody still lived in Greenland. Greenlandians. So, hmm. so anybody looking to switch their holiday traditional meals just yet? I wouldn't even know where to find norwals. No. How about mopane worms wow. in South Africa? Oh, I mean, that, all you have to say was worms. Come on. Getting a little racist. Originally seen as a necessity rather than eaten for pleasure, the worms, which are actually caterpillars, are an important protein source at a time of year when food is scarce. We'll just, all be eating that soon. It just so happens they're harvested around Christmas, becoming part of festivities over the years, and many now regard them as a delicacy, like mm-hmm. Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> Uh, so now we're taking dietary advice from cartoon animals. Yeah, I mean, my last Not one. Not UN. Last one. Feast of Seven Fishes. Fuck is this? The and check out this ad. Feast of Seven Fishes in Italy and America. No. Oh. 
With a long tradition of abstaining from meat and animal fats as part of the Roman Catholic Christmas festivities, this dish started life in Italy but is mainly found in Italian-American communities. It's said to represent the relevance of the number of seven in the Bible and the completion of God's promise. This one's dumb compared it to is. the others. Why would you end with that one? Yeah, no doubt. You should have ended with the Good narwhal. Boy. The narwhal. So I'm so you, you've tried worms. Have you tried some fish? <laughs> That's seven crazy. Fish. Seven fish, no less. So anybody want to switch to uh, the height of a narwhal? And I, I, I kind of want to try the narwhal. And a bird wrapped in yeah. seal skin? I'll, sure. I want... Uh, Norwal and noodles. There Homemade Norwal and noodles. Yes. We throw in the raw seal Norwal tacos. Like some seasoning. What's that? You throw in like the Norwal tusk for seasoning. I I, I guess so. Yes. Oh, uh, Shanalee says, I feel like that'd be a waste. Postulus? Is that a dish or what? Is that? Postulus. Is she speaking in a different language? What is this? We don't. We don't speak Mexican. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> this is sweet. I said, I said you do. I do. was a self-hating Mexican. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, Dan's got to get out of here soon, but I gotta end this this night this this Christmas extravaganza right with this traditional story book, the the great Christmas tradition of hookers and blow save Christmas. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You suck because I gotta go. <laughs> no, you right. have to. You're, you're gonna leave on that. You have to. You hear. better read. You better Put read fast. Put the cover back up. <laughs> Hookers <laughs> and blow save Christmas. It's a traditional classic, and yes, it's gonna be everywhere. This sounds soon. so libertarian. I'm uh, <laughs> finding it hard to leave. You can't leave. You have to hear this. This is. <laughs> Uh, gather around, uh, kids. Gather around the, the <laughs> Christmas tree and listen to Hookers and Blow Save Christmas. It was Christmas Eve in the small town of Pleasant. Everyone was excited to soon open their presents. The weather was cold with deep piles of snow. Police officer Bob called Hookers and Blow. Tom transports. Is this? What is this? It's just a, uh, it's a Christmas story. This is just a, hookers and blow a, save Christmas. How many I times? mean, is this like a woke book for kids, no, or is it like no. an adult joke? <laughs> this is it's this, it's actually my Christmas present. This is my Christmas present to Bill today. So, <laughs> Tom transport is loaded with cards, candy, and gifts, but broke down out of town, and it's stuck in snow and stuck in snowdrifts. We need all of those presents for the big party today. No problem," said Hookers. We can help right away. The snow was quite deep and covered the road. Blow got to work blowing and could not and could handle the load. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> they traveled down Main Street and straight out of town, drove up on Mount Dexter, then all the way down. Just round the bend, Tom Transport soon did appear, all covered in snow right up to his mirrors. Blow cleared away the snow, it didn't take long. Now Hooker could check what might have gone wrong. Hooker reached around and popped up Tom's big hood, attacked oh booster cables, and said, crank it real good. Is mom still in the chat? I don't know. <laughs> Tom, Tom stuttered and sputtered, then started to groan. His tired old engine, it just might have been blown. Tom moaned the snow in the hills were maybe too much. I might have broken a piston or worn out the clutch. 
No problem, said Hookers. I'm a big tow truck, you see. We'll get to town quickly, you blow and me. <laughs> With Tom, I'm Ma- very disappointed that you're not sharing pictures. Oh, uh, I mean. Also, I'm hanging up in two minutes. <laughs> well, that's why I'm like not a sharing. Really, really raunchy, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> that's why I'm not showing the pictures because you're hanging up. So I got to get through it. With Tom mounted on hookers, blow plowed through the snow. They headed for town, driving careful and slow. Hookers got on the radio and called up ahead. Police officer Bob, we have Tom, but his engine is dead. The snow keeps on falling. Blow is blowing real hard, but we'll get there in time with candy presents and cards. Across bridges and train tracks, Blow leading the way. Up and down old Mount Dexter, they soon made up the delay. They drove straight up Main Street while everyone smiled. Tom loaded with presents for each and every child. They arrived at the party, and there was a great cheer, for Hookers and Blow had made the best day of the year. Don't know these. The end. That is... That is a classic. And God bless us all, everyone. That is the traditional classic, Hookers and Blow Save Christmas. You can pick this up on Amazon and read it to your children. It is now. Maybe not your children. I'm ordering that for everybody I know. <laughs> yes. You should I want to get that for all the white elephant gift exchanges. <laughs> you just just like start passing them out at every single white elephant exchange. It's like, oh great, we got hookers and blow again. Uh Shannon Lee says, I don't know what's harder, the content of the story or the lack of Craig sharing the pictures. I'm sorry, that is Dan's fucking fault. <laughs> you know, you have a panel of guests, and <laughs> it shouldn't be that big a deal if one of them has to go at any point. But you, you like, had to hear right, cool, this. Peace out. But and you had true. to hear I the did. story. So I'm gonna get naked now because my wife needs me. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go sing to her. <laughs> gotta go tell her the Christmas story of Hookers and Blow. Well, that <laughs> goodbye. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank you for coming on. Thanks for the musical dress like Santa Claus and reenact the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, thank you for your musical. I make her put on a beard. <laughs> oh wow! I like how discerning. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. The system is down. TV and stuff. All <laughs> right. You thank me. you. Thanks for coming. Thank on. you. You guys have a good one. Thanks. Yeah. You too. See you, Dan. Well, Remzo, that's all I have for content for this. Uh, what do you think so far? What, like, what do you think of all this? Do you did you enjoy our Christmas special? Do you have anything to add? I only know it's Christmas when you do this Christmas special. <laughs> My calendar it's has in Africa. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? <laughs> I forgot about that. So we talked extensively yeah. about that one last year. Make sure you go back and listen to last year's Christmas special because it definitely applies to this year, if yes. not more. It's to more this holiday year. cheer. Yes, literally. Uh, Remzo, uh, what are you going to do now? Are you going to go? I mean, your girl's sitting right there, probably I'm, trying. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Well, she she had to go make me a sandwich. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go order hookers and blow for everyone I know. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'll let you get out of here to order hookers and blow for everyone you know. Thanks for coming on, Remzo. It's been a blast as usual. See you see guys. You love love coming back every Christmas. <laughs> yep. Okay. See you later. All right. Bye. That was Dan Smots and Remzo Martinez. Dan is the host of the System is Down podcast. This is amazing how our numbers immediately start dropping as everyone else drops out. They're like, fuck these guys. <laughs> I know. We got what we wanted. <laughs> um, Dan Smots of the System is Down podcast. Check it out. And then Remzo Martinez of the uh, On the Run podcast. They're both great podcasts. Make sure you go check the, all their shit out. I'll post, I'll post their 
There are links in the show notes for the actual episode when it releases on Wednesday. This has been fun. This is yeah, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I've been planning this one since the last, uh, literally planning this this show for 12 mm-hmm. months because as soon as we were done with the last one, it's like, oh, okay, we got to do better next yeah. year. So I, th- I feel like we did better. I think so. Even I with so. several drop, we had a couple dropouts. Yeah. But yeah. it still was really fun. We and did. I, we even had a musical guest, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, we were supposed to have two musical guests, actually, and one dropped out last week. So um, I hope everybody enjoyed that. It's it's nice to get away from the, the bullshit of yeah. the world that we talk about on a weekly basis and celebrate Christmas in true style, the way it should be celebrated. I mean, is it a Christmas party if you're not... <laughs> Reading hookers and blow, or not at all. It's not a party without hookers and blow. Gay Santa, or <laughs> what? What else did we have today? Oh, let's see. We got the um, we got to um, talk about crimes that happened on Christmas. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Traditional. Found out Norwell was actually a meal <laughs> and worms. Apparently, yes. who knew? Well, we will. We are going to get out of here. This has been great. Thanks for everybody who. Joined in the comments and participated. Thanks for everybody who listened. Uh, make sure you check out the rest of our shows. Uh, come back every Monday night. We live stream and just have a good time. We usually Absolutely. dig into the the bullshit in our own like sarcastic, sarcastic, shitty way. Yes. I mean, we're not like it's the only way to do it. Yeah, we're not like uh, Sean Hannity, and we actually no. take this shit serious. We know it's all a joke, so yeah. we. Make it out to be what it is. And our thing is always keep talking. Yeah, so. definitely keep talking. Um, share our shit all around. Make sure you um, go like and subscribe to this. If you if you did enjoy this, make sure you at least subscribe to this so that next year you will know when there is a Christmas special. extravaganza yes. special coming up. Thanks again for joining. We will uh, catch you next week, hopefully. Uh, once again, there will not be a weekend wrap-up this week or next week because it's Christmas and New Year's and... We have things to do. I'm sorry yes. for that. If that bothers yes. you, then... But the main show will still go on. Yeah, the main show will still go on. We will carry on Yes, In the our... way we always do. Yes. Have a great Christmas. Celebrate. Yes, Merry Christmas. Fucking Merry Christmas. Have a great one. Don't listen to all this stupid propaganda. No. Go kiss your grandma or something because... Yes, but don't kiss Santa. Don't kiss Santa. Please don't. That's just weird on any level. Don't kiss Santa. Yes. Especially if you're mommy. But go get hookers and blow. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> all right. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members. Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.